0: Hello and welcome to the Super Show Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And today I'm joined by hmm, some might say a couple of deviants. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Jonesy. Uh, How your see, fellas doing?
1: I, I prefer the term deviators because we deviate from the norm. That's why we are deviators. Wouldn't you say it, Jonesy? We are,
2: mate. We are. I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I am seriously deviated. Yeah, so, but then, uh, yeah, but
0: then I've seen what happens when you guys have a few, a few skis. You fucking craziness shoes. That's when the deviants come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. De- I've been
2: known to wear oversized glasses when oversized <laughs> glasses,
0: leather pants, monkey shoes, and uh, and, monkey and, shoes. and stroking uh, a triceratops.
1: I think. What if we say he's yeah. a, he's a deviator by day and a deviant by night? Oh, I like it. There you go.
0: It's true. I like it's it. true. Well, no anyway, one's got any
1: idea what the fuck we're talking about. Bro. No,
0: no, we are a podcast where you're not going to know what we are saying because it's all in jokes. But hey, try and worm your way into that one, fellas. Uh, but yeah, we occasionally talk about some games and there's no better time to be in the gaming know than in and around E3. Right, fellas. Think, yeah.
2: Can, but before we kick off, can we have a little bit of housekeeping? Because uh, just so, just to get people in the, you know, in the <laughs> zones. So Chris is particularly husky today. Ooh, uh, yeah. He's got a bit of a throat thing going on. So he's Stop. not been smoking 20, don't 40 fags today. say a throat thing. thing.
0: He's, he's got this a little, little
2: scratchy throat, throat
0: thing. Mate, this is internet radio. <laughs> you, don't say a, you don't say a throat thing. Jesus Christ. Look. Oh, true, okay. actually. I went down on Catherine Zeta-Jones well, and I got I, the throat <laughs> cancer now. just fucking deal with it. Is that, right? is
1: that actually how
2: Michael Douglas got it? He just... That's what he, he said, got, it, he got, yeah. Yeah, he, he said it was HP, it she too HPV. She had HPV. No, she... Because the thing is, if you have HPV, it can give you cancer, right? So she was, had... I think the idea was she had HPV, but then, of course, Pete then she... Didn't she get annoyed and come out and go, well, you no, you're just a, telling everyone I've got HPV. HPV around, like
1: everyone... Isn't that a type of glue? Human
2: papillomavirus. Oh,
1: okay. That's, that's slightly different. Okay. When he ate it.
2: No, because he said so the idea is that she had it. <laughs> And then he went down there so much that he got it because you because guys can get it as well because like women get it and it, and I think the thing is they cannot know they have it and it can give them like cervical cancer See, and stuff so it's very important get your vaccines girls I, to stop your HPV
1: I but just think men um, can
2: get it and it can I think do he with was things. trying to
1: show off you're like you know when you meet a gay guy who's in the closet and they're trying to make themselves out to be as straight as possible so they're just talking in ways that no one would ever talk about eating pussy and they're like oh I could fucking live down there I could eat that shit for hours you're like no one's that. Yeah. No I would get actually, cancer for uh, yeah, I, I could eat a peach oh, for hours. I'd go <laughs> That I'd be down there till I got throat cancer. I just think Michael Douglas is gonna cover up the fact that he's
0: you know. Maybe. maybe Do you, you
2: know what I've just realized? I've just realized we've got the answer to the question of when um, Tony Montana says, uh, he says, How'd you get that scar? And he says how uh, do you get a skull of that eating pussy? And he says, "How do you get a, how can you get a skull of the eating pussy? as possible because you can get cancer, there and then go. they have to cut it out,
1: and you get a scar." So uh, the, wow. I think We've just got a, a new member of the Rose Gallery, known mug runcher Michael Douglas.
2: Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other part of housekeeping I was going to mention was mug making me run. sort of take my attention. Was I've got a bloody fly buzzing around because it is summer. I had the windows open and the light the oh, light f- on to record, and that sodding fly is is if people see it in front of my camera, it's not a UFO. Yeah, but hold on, it I mean,
0: some people say that you and the fly go back donkey's years. so... <laughs> Wait, do we you,
2: Mate, we're like an old married couple.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to hear a single complaint about flies until you guys have seen my fucking spider situation. Ooh. It is a living hell over here. It's like a <laughs> remake of Eight-Legged Freaks, but it's all... You know, solid like it's just taking place within my bedroom. I'm the only one here, and to oh, me, I, and the spiders.
2: I, am I the am I the only person who actively? Uh, what's, okay, I don't actively. I passively allow the spiders to remain in my house because I hate flies. And I'm so psyched. When well, I it's not fucking working like,
0: for you, is it, you idiot?
2: It's, obviously, I need more <laughs> spiders. I've got a couple of big, juicy mothers
0: hanging oh, out in corners. No, a, that went past. no, don't. A juicy couple of big, mothers. juicy
2: mothers. Don't ever
0: refer to a spider as juicy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, they're, they're
2: chunky-legged,
0: chunky-legged buggers knocking around my house. <laughs>
1: chunky-legged buggers.
0: And Let me tell brand. you, if I ever see any fucking eight-legged freak, that's it. There. They are done for, donezo. Yep. I don't want them anywhere near w- dead. No,
2: they catch Josie, <laughs> I'll go one step
0: further. Okay. I'm gonna piss you off.
1: <laughs> Go on. I bought a spray off Amazon specifically <gasps> for killing him. I've got it over there.
2: No. Yeah, I swear down. So I was I was really happy this week because um my my son has been was given sunflower seeds to grow a sunflower for his school. It's like a thing they do. Okay. So, so, I, so it has become my sunflower. I've named it Sunny. I water it every day and it had little green flies on it that were trying to mess with it. And I got, I was really annoyed. And then the spiders moved in and they're eating all the freaking little flies in it. It's wicked. There's like three little tiny spiders who live on that plant now. And they oh keep it yeah. clear until, of evil
0: one night you're sleeping, those three spiders, they say, you know what? Haven't had a fucking crunchy fly for a while. Let's go and eat on Alex Jones's fucking nostrils. No, thank you. <laughs> he li- no. lives in the garden. No, no. dead. <laughs> dead on sight. Okay. It's like a fucking, a DMX movie up in here. If I see them, they're dead.
2: Do you reckon we get loads more views if I went and got one of the chunky leg bastards and just like held it up and let it run around my hand while we were recording? I would actually actually disconnect.
0: I would just be like... You yeet me out of here as soon as possible.
1: You know when you talk about befriending a sunflower and calling it Sunny, that sounds yeah. like the character breakdown for like the disabled, the mentally disabled <laughs> character in like yeah. a Tom S- Hanks simple movie. Jack, simple Jack. Or it's, yeah, that, it's yeah. like the, the he has the nurse, and back. To, it's like Rain Man too. except he's got a, a sunflower <laughs> instead of Tom Cruise. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. The he, problem is every to- every before he plays a pan of blackjack he just says I've, I've got to I've got to talk to Sunny too, and Sunny says don't do do Sunday set let's, take it,
2: let's take it full circle, right? We're gamers, which means we're competitive by nature, right? We're always after the next crate. We're always after the faster run, okay? <laughs> I mean,
1: and my kid's
2: out. school... <laughs> that my just, kid's that school, sounds like a fucking G Fuel advert. <laughs> <laughs> my kid's school sent home a pack of sunflower <coughs> seeds and instructions, and on it it says, we will be growing these sunflowers into seeds into sunflowers, and then there'll be like a competition at the end where they like weigh the head of the sunflower and see the biggest... And I'm like... We're we're winning that. My kid don't care. He's five. What does he care about sunflowers? So now I'm nurturing that beast to make it the biggest, strongest sunflower it can be. So he can win and we can get all the loot. I I think you need to
0: do a Lance Armstrong and cheat your way through to victory. Um, (laughs) Can I ask a very, a very personal question and it might not come across for uh, the podcast audience because I'm not entirely sure, but I am hearing a hell of a lot of static cellular interference in my headphones, and I wonder if any of you have a cell phone near your microphone. And primarily, I'm looking at Alex Jones.
2: Uh, I have a phone here. I don't think it's, I can't hear any static, I mean, or
0: interference. I can hear it, but
1: my phone is as near to my microphone as it is every recording we've ever done. Yeah, Shout out to Episode seventy-five, three quarters of the way to one hundred. I am now in airplane mode, so there you go, just in case.
2: I'll, t- I'll do, do. you know
1: what? I'll do the same thing. Captain sure. Chris, on pilot for that. this afternoon hell yeah the the floor is yours my phone's on airplane mode
0: i appreciate it airplane mode and fellas we've been going for almost eight minutes now and we haven't even fucking done the actual housekeeping of saying (laughs) that we are available on youtube and twitter at super show pod and we're available on podcast platforms of your choice i'm talking spotify itunes google podcasts throat cancer whatever you want to talk about it's there all right we are also available on paisley radio which if you didn't know it's internet radio available at paisleyradio.com we are there thursdays 10pm repeat the next monday fucking delicious fellas
1: i mean i've i've never been happier that we got the 10pm slot on on paisley radio because there's got to be some kind of watershed thing that we're we're safe <laughs> I
0: mean, every That's got to be I the just, best slot yeah every it week 10pm? So, big, big shout out to uh well, big shout out to big paul witchley <laughs> who, uh, you know, is, is our inside man at Paisley Radio. And every week I'm, I'm terrified that Paul's just going to send me a DM and be like, dude, like, it's done. Yeah. It's, it's done so guys <laughs> Like, like, like you what you the fuck are you, like... you guys are talking the, the weirdest shit? Yeah, we,
1: we had to redo the schedule, put you in the 4 p.m. slot. Turned out you talked about Michael Douglas eating pussy, <laughs> and then one of you did an impression of Rain Man? Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to pull the plug. Well, but thanks for the hard work you've put into this point. Oh, um, but th- these are these
2: are important things to cover off <coughs> uh, we need to, that people need to be made aware of. So yes, it's important to know that. Made
0: aware. Uh, you know what else people need to be made aware of? The What's new that? Battlefield, fellas. <gasps> Battlefield Ooh. has been revealed. The fabled Battlefield 6, the one that every single person was saying, hey, the trailer's coming out this week. No, 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 this week. No, this week. And hey, guess what? It actually fucking came out and it is no longer Battlefield 6 or just Battlefield. It is Battlefield 2042. Mm. I've
1: got to say, I dig that name. Even as someone who didn't play 2142, I dig that
0: name. Yeah, it's cool. It's clever. Uh, As as we speculated before, as the rumors dropped, it is set in near future, obviously. We're not living in 2042. We might be. I mean, I might have just had a stroke Uh, after my throat cancer and woken up in the year 2042 still thinking it's 2021 and you guys are just trolling me i can get down but that's all right
2: that would that wouldn't be surprising chris as it seems that everyone is a effectively trying to say that the year is 2020 again this year. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if um, COVID Jesus goes Christ, on long enough and they'll go, keep just go. saying
0: it's 2021. Listen, Jonesy's Jonesy,
2: 2042.
0: Jonesy's just got to fucking carrot up his arsehole because the Olympics are continuing to call it the 2020 Olympics and the Euros, the, the football competition, okay, they're also calling it 2020. It doesn't matter, Sorry. Alex Jones. Chris. Am I allowed to do
2: it with my age? Am I allowed to just say that I'm a year younger than I am?
0: Well, we we did we did mention in in the messaging uh, today. I think Jamie, you you hit the nail on the head where you said like Alex Jones has just become grumpy about everything. It, there was a time, <laughs> Jonesy, where I swear you were the most optimistic fucker, like infuriatingly so. And just, I, just no,
1: I still am. Was, no, you've gone not. weird. Oh, it was. I like, am. That because Battlefield looked that, a bit shit. Yeah, it was Battlefield Horizon. <laughs> there were a few other bits and pieces. But
0: far,
1: cry. A, yes, far cry, yes, Far cry—a string of things that you just. Don't get me wrong; it's part of our jobs to be at least somewhat critical of these things and poke holes where we see holes that need poking. But it was just—I'm oh, happy when you're happy, Josie. You've got one of those personalities. Where I want to see you smile. Okay. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Is
2: these days. Everyone is either insanely like with something or insanely happy. They're at a ten, or they're insanely anti-something, and they're at a zero. And I, and it it really bugs me. Like everything has to be like one like black cool. or white, one hundred. Or and I'm like, just, you know what? We need we need some middle ground, some greys here. Have you been Let's on
0: Twitter lately? It it, it, it's all about the Elden Ring, buddy, which we will be talking about later. But FYI,
2: has I a bit bet employees. I bet you everyone's saying they're all at a ten. Well it's it's actually I dude, I
0: I, you. I on, on sorry Jamie I no, I, no. I have to jump in here because on Twitter I am seeing people that I follow who uh, fucking wouldn't even know what the difference between an Xbox and a fucking DualSense controller is right and and they're like oh my god Elder Ring looks cool and <laughs> you're like what what are you it's doing? like okay weirdo <laughs> anyway god, sorry Jamie I I, I interrupted you and from no, the bottom no, no, of no. my heart, I don't care. Carry and on. That's
1: that's podcasting on Discord, baby. That's the <laughs> life we live. I was gonna say that the whole thing has exemplified exactly what Jonesy is talking about, though, because it does seem like the reaction is very much is that Elden Ring is a ten out of ten game within like a one out of ten stream, which is like <laughs> it could again, because everything's so binary it has to be the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. But I like to think that our takes are never that binary. We do have a weird habit of being one positive, one negative, one on the fence. <laughs> but like, I don't think any of us are zero out of ten or ten out of ten on Battlefield, are we?
0: No, I'm no, no. I'm no. I'm, I'm very positive on Battlefield actually, and uh, yeah. Well, should, should we just talk a little bit about what Battlefield 2042 is? Yeah, yeah? Let's do it. So obviously we spoke about it being near future because in the trailer there was like fucking those little Boston Dynamics Robo dogs. Hell which, yeah. To be honest, it yeah, looks looked a little wicked. bit too dog like to me. Like, they gave it like a little head, and I, I think they fed it like a Scooby snack or something. It was a bit weird. Um, I think that yeah. was probably
2: my favorite thing about the trailer.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, just that dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, the dog. I could, I could have had that, could have been it for me. You could have shut it off after the dog, and I was happy. <laughs>
0: oh, for me, it was the, the, the nod, the tip of the hat to the crazy plays that you can only really get in a Battlefield game when the guys in this fucking jet. Eject the seeds out, fuck it. Which is a play totally. that people do. It's like a fucking yeah. legit battlefield strategy, and then just get back in the jet and fly off. Uh, That's my, you know my, my
1: favorite. My favorite bit is again we're jumping all around the trailer now, but fuck it. Um, is hey, towards it, the it, end. Hold
0: on, full transparency, okay? It's uh, twenty-five minutes to midnight, so you're gonna get what you get, and you're gonna enjoy <laughs> it. You fucking degenerates. Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> I was gonna call out though that when towards the end of the trailer, where so obviously big uh, storms and hurricanes and sort of dynamic weather events appear like they're going to be a fairly big part of the multiplayer component of this game. And obviously in the trailer, we saw a big hurricane enter the battlefield. And I liked that you have the shot of all these soldiers running away uh, from this (laughs) hurricane together. And in the middle of the road, there's this three-wheel tuk-tuk that three of them are in. And I'm (laughs) like, yeah, okay. If you're going to go for this whole sort of, as you mentioned, Chris, with the jet, if you're going to try and bring back the quote-unquote battlefield moments... Yeah. Like there's another point where a guy drives a quad bike on <coughs> top of a skyscraper into a helicopter. If you're going to try and bring them back, then let's just go... Let's open wingsuits inside hurricanes. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, let's exactly. do it.
0: Spoiler yeah.
2: alert, it doesn't work.
1: You get sucked up anyway. Well, there we go. There you go. But yeah,
0: they are promising a uh, next level of... Uh, what do they call it? Levolution? Or Levolution. The, the destructive environments which will... Yeah, they're just taking it to the next level, like hydrobot, okay? Just fucking deal with it. I'm, I'm wow. antsy today, fellas. I don't <laughs> f- figured it out. All right? right, I'm. I've got like a sinus infection, and I'm tired, and I'm cranky as fuck. So this is this is the world we live in, as you say. All right. But other than that, yes, Jamie touched on it. There is going to be some, some form of dynamic weather effects, which kind of ties into the idea of it being in near future where, pff, guess what? Paris Climate Accord, fucked. You know, no one followed it. <laughs> And that was our last chance, really. So End of the thanks. world. Yeah. Um, oh, no.
2: C- cue a load of people complaining that they're bringing politics into gaming by saying that they're agreeing with uh, global warming <laughs> and
1: stuff. Like, I oh, could already was No, that, that stuff has already happened. I thought you were being... No, it hasn't. I swear i my Is life. Is it really? Well, because basically, they've done the classic Ubisoft thing of like, they've Ubisoft. made a game... Yeah, it's in. They've. They do what Ubisoft all the time when it comes to politics, where they basically. They've made a game that very obviously has things to say. And when people point it out, they've gone, uh, sorry, no, our extreme weather thing, that's nothing to do with politics. It doesn't matter if it was brought on by, you know, the, you know, global warming and people, people, blah, 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 blah. Like they basically said, our politics are not political. Sorry. Our politics are for gameplay purposes only.
2: I suppose it could be the case that the the weather stuff is part of, um, Something that a uh, gamer controlled, like some sort of weather thing you can control in a game, and almost nah, I don't a thing? think
0: so, mate. I think there's going to be, I mean, I wouldn't have random. thought
2: so, but as, I guess there's, I guess it's a possibility, right?
0: I mean, if sorry, you could effectively listed, like you did
2: in Warzone, what you could activate nuke, uh, sorry, uh, you could, um, you could sort of like bombard certain areas of the map, couldn't you?
1: Um, uh, I don't don't think it's going
0: to be in trouble Jamie's
1: got the scoop it seems I've got the scoop a developer at Dice LA has explained the battle for 2042 is not political and the climate ravaged setting is simply there for quote gameplay reasons so they were talking to IGN and IGN asked them about their political themes uh, despite having the player take on the role of a citizen displaced by war and climate disasters so for anyone that doesn't know this is basically a huge all out war between the US and the Russians but like the soldiers are like non non-patriots or non-pats, they call them. So it's basically a war between s- people without a country. Um, right. The quote they said is, the reason we decided to go down this route is so we could create a narrative with this world that we would create through the eyes of the no-pats. We want to get more spectacle in there and more massive events are happening. The setting fits that perfectly, blah, 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 blah. It's for gameplay reasons across the board. So... <laughs> Everything they're saying about the presence of U.S. and Russia, climate disasters, yeah. and so on and so forth, for gameplay reasons, not politics.
2: Yeah. Why, can, okay, can I be can I be the slightly grumpy grumpy Alex Jones and say I wasn't massively taken with the trailer? Um, it is just a CG trailer, obviously. We have we're going to have to wait until we sort of see the gameplay. I think it's the says the nineteenth? Was it they said they're going to see some gameplay? It's going to be at the Xbox, 13th. but there's the showcase 13th. over the
0: weekend. Um, yes.
2: Which, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that. There's something that kind of, I'm not rubs about the wrong way, but when you've got a game which has a, has a big trailer, big release, and, you know, everyone's really excited about, and then you kind of show the elements of the game that are gamer-made. So those sorts, like we were saying, those moments, jumping out of a jet, shooting it with a um, rocket launcher, driving an ATV into a helicopter, those are the sort of elements that players discovered you could do in battlefield and they're very cool but for the developer to then take it and to say that's what we're going to showcase it's almost like saying hey we're creating a sandbox and this is how you guys like to play it i almost prefer it when they just say this is the cool world we've created for you and then and they wait and see what the audience does with it the thing it just kind of made me feel like Hmm. i suppose it was that sort of idea of of someone telling, you, like, saying, "Oh, look how cool this thing is! Oh, this is what you like to do. This is how you like to play it." I'm like, just show, just show me your co- like the thing you've thought of and what's cool about your game. I don't necessarily want you to show me what some like random players have come up with in the past. With your it-, it just makes me worry that you're creating a sandbox that isn't maybe as directional as I'm hoping. And then you'll go, now you create the game from it. And that we've seen that before with like Fallout 76 and stuff where they were like, we've given you the world and now you can do whatever you want with it. And you're like, you've made a trash game because you put nothing in it because you're relying on me and other players to fill that world with, with you know, the, the story and what's going on. I need you to do more. I need you to build the game more for me. And I know, I know wow. it's, a, it's a CG trailer. Maybe I'm reading far too much into <laughs> it, but I wanted to see
1: a bit more of <laughs> it. I I, I, don't I I don't know if I say it the same way. Like for me, the the thing that Chris was talking about earlier with the inclusion of the the, the jets sort of uh, the jet rocket launcher whole incident, which as Chris mentioned was something that a player had done in the previous game, that was less of a a way. Of, that was less of them sort of like using things that players had discovered and created in the past as like a hook for a reason to sell a new one, and more of just their way of saying look, one of the things we maybe got away from with 5 and 1 was that style of Battlefield moment. We know that you guys liked the sandbox and the things you were able to do. This is just a very concise and entertaining and cinematic way of us saying, we're going to let you do all that stuff again, and we're going to let you create even more crazy moments because there are going to be things that weren't there that first time, like robot dogs and hurricanes.
2: No, that's, that, that's yeah, that's totally fair. I suppose in my mind, I would like it if that was, if you had the, the CG trailer, then you had the gameplay reveal trailer, then you had the wacky third trailer where you were like, look at all the crazy stuff you can do. I, I suppose in yeah. this, I wanted to see more of the, dest- like an idea about destructive scenery. Although that's not gameplay, I wanted to have a good idea about. But you got the, that though. No, but I, want, I wanted to see it more kind of in, I don't even know man like so how it might unf- you know the way that they showed the ATV flying to the helicopter if they had focused down more into like somebody using the a building falling on a, a tank or something in more of a kind of a uh, oh shit I'm gonna be able to do that in the game kind of way they had destructive scenery but it I don't was know, more man. of I, a I,
0: I think they covered that when they had like all May those all those fucking grapple hooks going to the side of was it a ship or something like a, the hull um, of, a sh- of a ship, of a ship. yeah. There's a, like and a big, pu- and it, yeah.
1: Pulls and they cooled it
0: down, like, and
1: you can go inside after that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think- but I, that to me looked more like the, you know the thing they had before, where you had these the moments in the battles that were kind of pre-scripted, and then you went from the building standing up to the building laying down. It felt that felt more like that, which I don't want. I don't really want those pre-scripted things. I want kind of anarchy, where you can blow up a building, any building you want not so much of I, when I you get to both. minute 10 in the game and your energy bar reaches this level the building falls down like cuz that's yeah, like yeah. prescribed anarchy which was, I don't know I hope hope there's both
1: I hope we get sort of the more predetermined large scale evolution the kind of thing that has to be predetermined because of the sheer yeah. scale of it um and I hope we also get an element of that sort of that battlefield for some reason the game that I always remember in the most was Bad Company 2 as opposed to like 3 or 4 but like hey I've got a grenade launcher attachment on on the underbarrel of this assault rifle so I'm going to blow a hole in the side of this building that this guy's hiding in and he's just there Bad Company 2 for me as well
2: I'm the same, Bad Company was the game that you're like that is the game, you blow the wall out and and you can kill them and you can destroy buildings I think that was, that level of
1: damn I wonder I some I crazy wonder. cool shit because like what's the equivalent of that in that I think it's in Seoul uh, in the, the somewhere in Korea the skyscraper map where you saw oh, the helicopter yeah, yeah. chase and like what's the equivalent right. of blowing a hole in the wall in that map where like everything is sort of these big skyscrapers and they've confirmed you can grapple up to the top and there are going to be helicopters and stuff because you can't do a Red Faction Guerrilla gorilla and just blow the whole bottom floor out until it collapses in itself, right? Which right. is but what did, I want to do.
0: But hold on, didn't they have something like that in, um... <sighs> fuck, was Hard it Battlefield line. 3? No. Battlefield 3, where it was like, I think it was a map in China or something like that, and you could... Oh,
1: when the skyscraper collapses? Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I, think, that's, I think that was the levolution in one of the maps on 4. Yeah, that's um, but
2: that's what i was talking about where it's like pre like you got to the certain point where the building fell down and then it was almost you're effectively in like the map point 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 uh, point five or, or point yeah. two or whatever where you're like oh now we're in this section of the map was it, i think I maybe think, or maybe we're not there yeah they're in level design where i think or they're, yeah, yeah. sorry where I, I you think, can just have that go crazy of any building in the game maybe
0: i think it would be okay if it wasn't at like a set point so if it's like oh, take this objective, then take that objective, and then that will cause the building to fall down. If it's more a case of saying a bunch of um, players can work together at any point in the match in order to create this destruction, even though mm. that destruction might be predetermined, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. See, because- I kind of,
2: I, I need it to be like mercenaries, man. Where you can nuke a building and the building falls down and the building is gone. But how do you balance that? that? Is
0: wicked. So (laughs) so in this game, it supports up to 128 players on a map. If you're on PC, PS5, or Xbox Series X, I think it's 64 for last gen. But uh, how do you balance that, Jonesy? A building falls down and you crush 128 players.
2: (laughs) That would be wicked. Probably Um, a trophy, maybe an achievement. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, How do you? No, you're. I mean, you're right. You're right. A story for uh, the
0: battlefield. uh, (laughs) <laughs> for the next battlefield trailer. Oh look, yeah. this happened if, in the last game.
2: I I don't know. I could, in my head, it's just something like you, it would be wicked if there was a a moment in the game when a nuke launched, but the building it hit wasn't pre-scripted. It could be like one of four or five skyscrapers, and you could and the team that managed to set it off first and pick the building. I don't know. It'd feel more like you had more but you
0: sway, see, Jonesy. This is where the it, it, it could seem like a gimmick and it, and it could play out as a gimmick. Who knows? But the dynamic weather system could be that chaos factor that you're craving. Right?
2: That's true. That's totally true. Yeah. Because a hurricane yeah. could
0: come in and just fucking rip up a building. You could be in that building. What you do, get out your wingsuit, change the fucking fundamentals like that.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. They, they you they know, or, that or there's fresh. a thunderstorm
0: and everyone's got to get inside somewhere. And then, you know, then it's yeah. fucking CQB. I,
1: there is a part of me though that does know what Jonesy means, which is that I think there's an element of this game, which is that Battlefield hasn't actually been away for that long, but it feels like it's been away for a little while. Certainly Battlefield in a modern or close to modern setting has been away for a little while. And I think when you talk about this this in the context of this is EA and Dice putting their all into this brand new game. This is the first Battlefield game running on next-gen hardware, even though it is also a cross-gen release. It's also the first Battlefield game. Like for a long, long time, as far back as I can remember, to ditch a single player campaign completely, yeah. to focus yeah. entirely on this multiplayer stuff. There's a part of me that just wanted this to come out of the blocks and say, here's something that you, here's a multiplayer experience unlike anything else. Whereas yeah. maybe what I'm prepared for now, and we'll see on the 13th, is yeah. something that's just like Battlefield 4 turned up to 11. But by the, by the same token, I'm ready for Battlefield. Like, Call of Duty's been a good servant to me for the last couple of years. I didn't really dig Battlefield Five or Battlefield 1, but I'm ready to to dive back in. And uh, I, I didn't put the bullet points down because I wasn't 100% sure on the details, but uh, they've mentioned some great quality of life changes uh, that I've heard sort of anecdotally, like this idea of... You know how conquest mode, which is where you have a bunch of points across a huge map that yeah. the yeah. team teams are trying to capture, apparently they're going to be kind of like stacked and objective based in such a way where they're trying to like funnel more fights to certain areas to not spread people out too thin. And they're also doing things like. Obviously, your rough thing in Battlefield is if you have to spawn back at your base and the nearest relevant objective is miles away and there are no cars around. So now they're doing things like you can call in drops, so like get vehicles dropped to you in the middle of a match so you're not stranded. I like those quality of life changes. Operators (coughs) instead of uh, classes. So any operator can equip any weapon. So you might not get stuck as like, I'm going to be a medic because I need a medic and that means I'm using this gun. Now I've got an SMG. Anyone can use any gun. I like that stuff and I'm ready to... Really, sort of give it a good crack, I guess
2: I think when Battlefield's at its best, it like it's my favorite multiplayer um multiplayer game, like i've I've easily had my favorite online matches, and I think it's because of the way that they manage to get it, but it's often not because of how they make the game. it what well, I mean it is, but it's how you end up playing and how the players play it. And I suppose that's what I'm always worried about when a big online multiplayer comes out is what they how they think you're going to play the game often isn't how it ends up being played. And so that's that's the question I always have. But some of those, yeah, some of the battlefield matches um, that I've had in the past make just I still remember them to this day because they're such you can have such cool moments. And battlefield always has that great thing about um, there's a line and you're and it feels like I suppose a war wood where you're fight you are fighting a line of other people. And if you break the line, you can breach and everything changes. It's really dynamic. So if they can level that up, like Jamie, you were saying, to level eleven, if they can, if they can. Have those moments come thicker and faster, and you get some of the craziness as well. Like, yeah, it could be an absolutely phenomenal, fantastic game, but it's it's all up in the air at the moment. But I'm I'm excited for it. I'm 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 acting the grumpy part a little bit. I am I am excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is your What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Jamie? You mentioned it a little bit earlier. No single player campaign. I think Um, that's
2: good. I think that's good for them. Sorry, you asked Jamie.
0: No, no, no. no, no, Both of you. Both of you for sure.
2: I think it's really good. I think it's a good idea. The, the strong part of them is always in the multiplayers. I don't think waste any development time on the single player. I think focus on that multiplayer, stick with it, make it the best it can be, and don't worry about the half, because come on, let's be serious. We often get from Battlefield a half-baked, like, oh, the 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 um, the, the little enemy animations don't work quite right. Oh, right you walk yeah. to the, a window and there's like weird shit going on outside. Everything's kind of not working exactly right don't even don't bother with it make the best multiplayer
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i understand get that perspective i guess the most honest i can be about that whole thing is that i'm bummed out but i don't really have a good reason why um yeah. because i i've never really fallen in love with any of the previous battlefield campaigns outside of the bad company sub-series i uh, i and i think that they have certainly in the last handful of games like you mentioned the vignettes chris from battlefield yeah. 5 like they were not a waste of time, that's harsh, but those resources could have gone into the multiplayer, and if they'd had a tangible impact on it, then I guess, in theory, I'm all for that. I suppose what I liked, especially in the Battlefield 3 and 4 era about the campaign, is that their tech, um, that you know what DICE do with these Battlefield games, and it's true of the Battlefront games as well, um, is really... Uh, it's always very striking. I think technically they're some of the most sound and the whole sort of visual experience of the mm. Battlefield games in the past has been really sort of impressive. And I think sometimes those campaigns can be tailored in such a way where they're a really cool way to experience uh, experience that technology and that engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but that said, I don't really have a good argument for why you know the multiplayer should suffer for the benefit of like a five-hour Probably subpar campaign. That's uh, yeah, it's a difficult yeah. one to argue.
0: Yeah, I think I think we're all kind of on the same page in terms of that. All right, nice yeah. one. <sighs>
2: well, well, can I just say that I'm one thing I'm psyched about. Battlefield 2142 is the best battlefield game I've. I for me, <laughs> it's my favorite, and I'm psyched that they're going for 2042. If yeah. they can capture a little bit of that 2142 energy, I
0: hope so. Big big so. energy. They will. I, I I genuinely think that this is battlefields here don't get me wrong obviously cod's gonna fucking sell gangbusters because it always does and they've got Warzone to kind of prop up the uh anything that's ailing but yeah i think i think battlefield's gonna i think this year's gonna be a big one for battlefield and battlefield fans and yeah i i just it's like jamie says like i'm fucking ready for a, a battlefield game give it to me can i Inject put a question
2: it. to the two of you before we move on about battlefield that I, I already know the answer <coughs> for you guys Mm. but i i don't know i got this i did get this little energy from the trailer that is we are going to see a battle royale in using those weather events somehow in order to like i don't think it'll be the same i don't think it'll be a circle that shrinks i don't know how they'll do it but i think they're angling in some way for a battle royale at some point
0: in the future maybe they they, they they've mentioned that there is no battle royale and they just want to focus on you know quote unquote a battlefield multiplayer yeah yet but then again, yes. they also said about the the single player, like, you know, nothing's nothing's out of the realm of possibility. But I think, yeah, what are they going to do? The last time they tried to, what was it called, Firestorm? Didn't Firestorm. pan out for them, right? Didn't pan out for them. No matter how good it was, it, it was overshadowed, right? And it was overshadowed at a time when there's nothing really to overshadow it, which is a feat in it itself. But now they've got the juggernauts of fucking, you know, You've got your Apex, you've got your uh, Warzone, like where are they gonna fit in there? Maybe they're just looking at it. And yeah. I, I completely agree, imagine that this is what they said. They said, putting, you know, you're talking about resources from a single player perspective. They probably said, we're not gonna win in the battle royales like area, but we do yeah. have multiplayer fucking nailed. Right. And, yeah. and why do you need a battle royale when you've got 128 player maps? I, I, I think point. I
1: think that's the key point. I think when you've got yeah, 128 players and the biggest maps in Battlefield history, I think you put that to market and say, actually, does that alone draw people over from Call of Duty, uh, whether that's people who would have traditionally bought the full price Call of Duty release or people who play Warzone or whatever? Yeah, it, it, like do Battle Royale players gravitate towards Battlefield because actually everyone's born of everyone's bored of like respawning with nothing and having to loot all this stuff. And actually they want the scale and scope of yeah. 128 players in one place, but they also just want to shoot people and then die and then come back. Straight. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll tell you what I've been, you know, we'll get to a catch up section, but I've been playing a game. That's it kind of got me so over battle Royales at the moment. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. But we'll just scroll to be down to this it. document. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah,
0: nice. But we'll, we'll get there shortly. But first fellas, how about a comment? Comment of the week coming in from Alex Rayner. The worst part of the super show is the waiting for next week's episode. I stopped having time to listen to podcasts a few months ago and had a good time binging trash opinions. Hell yeah, we're good at trash opinions. (laughs) I hope at some point down the road, you boys could afford to do more things with the supper show. Probably a typo, but I quite like supper show as well. Maybe that could be like a separate kind of strand. It's like like a mukbang. I'm a man, yeah. <laughs> the
1: Super Show Supper Show The
0: Super Show Supper Show Oh my god Jesus Christ uh, With the Super Show As ATG was Where I went for my fill Of gaming shenanigans Basically saying Where's ATG 2.0 you bitches <laughs> And I get it I get it you know? We're working on it I, I well, mean mm, We're not We're, we're
1: not, getting not, there. Are we allowed to say that? Are we
2: There's all- <laughs> nothing not to ATG say Not ATG 2.0 but you know We Okay independently We're working on it <laughs> In that, in that I know I'm trying to get to the point where I make enough money that I can hire you fools, oh, and I then see. we can
0: just do it. Oh, yeah. it's
2: not happening as quickly as I hope. Yeah, but I, I, you, I think did,
0: yeah. Can, can I can I just lay lay out the the brutal reality of it? As unfortunate as it is, all right. We we've always been bad with kind of like keeping our time. Like those those six lists that used to be like eight to twelve minutes long, they used to take us an hour to record in the VO booth. Because we just talk shit because we're friends at the end of the day. And what do friends do? You fucking shoot the shit. But we're we're terrible at keeping time. And we're terrible at kind of being disciplined and saying, record from this time to that time. We chat for about an hour before we hit record on this fucking podcast. And sometimes we chat for an hour after as well. So the point is this. We are spread out across London and outer London. (laughs) And to try and synchronize our own lives, which... You know, the, the main focus, unfortunately, is not Super Show. Super Show is kind of like our a little dish on the side, as it were. Um, but to try and kind of converge all of our schedules and all of our free time and all of our ideas and try and coordinate to do things more than the podcast, it's been proving more and more difficult uh, despite our best efforts right
2: yeah there's a there's a horrible irony in that the uh, as we as we each oh i suppose as we move further away from atg and we all of us independently get better into a position whereby we can we could maybe afford to do more financially with super show um we'd have less time because we're working for other people and we're doing other stuff and it just gets more and more everything gets more difficult unfortunately which is yeah yeah i I will
0: i will say this though so uh recently we put up the um pilot show for a quiz show that we were developing on atg uh, so that's available on the patreon but i've been getting a lot of how kind
2: of, i laughed
0: it's so funny i man. didn't i, didn't I watch love it, it. <laughs> jamie going fucking high high pitch squeaking and, and no idea what you're talking about hopping on one leg i love it anyway um loads of people have reached out and be like man we've got to get this done how, you know we're willing to help out you know speak to the discord server i'm sure people can Fill in any blanks where you've got blah blah blah, and that's like really commendable. And it's not like it's something we don't want to do. Well, I'd love to fucking do it. I would love to the fucking have ATG 2.0 reborn, you know, super show is the fucking spiritual successor where podcasting is, I don't know, a quarter of the content that we put out. I'd love it, Mm. you know, but maybe we just got to come to the realization that. Those days are behind us.
2: Never say never, but you know, unfortunately, like it's it's like you're saying, it's just time. It's time and availability, and like so. What I think the ATG days, what people don't maybe realize is we we like, and I think you've said it before, Chris, is that we had we had people paying our salaries, we had um, we had a lot more time to do stuff, and we had studios, we had camera equipment, and there's a hell of a lot of resource behind
1: that sort of stuff that we used to do. We also didn't have children. (laughs) <laughs> we yeah. didn't have tri- true
2: well but even when we did like you were we were at work right so we were we were the nine to five no, we were there we were in yeah. the same room nine to you five you guys had to come
0: in more like nine, well, to, well, okay. nine to nine or nine to ten <laughs> well actually on, to be yeah to be fair it's like <laughs> get in at 11 and leave at about 10 p.m <laughs> with but a yeah. lunch the, like the, diff-
2: the difficulty of you guys wrangling me for a VO was more like you coming down to the floor below and going, yeah, coming to exactly. the VO. Now it's like you've got to travel 40 miles. And yeah, in, you we, know. We,
0: we literally used to go down, smack Jonesy over the head, pull his, his chair away from his computer while he was still trying to clutch his mouse and his keyboard and just drag him to the VO booth. Kicking and screaming. Times. Totally. But look, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to. And maybe there's more that we could do. We, we are kind of, Funny enough, in this past week, that is the reason why we brought up this comment, is because we have kind of been having these strange conversations of like, what else can we do and how can we do it? Don't know if anything's going to come of it, but we're aware and we're thinking of things. But to give yeah. an example, like Jonesy said, he wanted to make a video on um, Star Citizen. It's it's difficult, you know, because we're writing our own scripts. We're kind of sending it back and forth to each other, Jamie had written a script, a very good script, for Army of Two. Uh hopefully Oh, did we it. not make that in the end? No.
2: <laughs> there's a weird, it's actually a weird thing in this. I think what Pete, writing scripts, recording stuff, and then making videos like we used to do in ATG is actually quite a difficult process because it's there's a lot of sitting down, recording, da 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 da, da and, and you have to make everything on the back end. I, see, yeah. I'm still hopeful that we can maybe, the... the um do things where we can get together, record, and then we've got the footage, so we can we can make stuff. Yeah, uh, but again, it's 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 hard. It's yeah, it's it's time, it's money, it's it's a whole load of other things. Yeah, so,
0: so I, I think for us, it's kind of just trying to think of what it's a mixture. What do we want to do? What do we think you guys want to see from us? And what is doable in the resources that we've been given? It's a bit of a harsh reality, but hey, there you go.
2: I'm yeah. so, so I'm really hope I don't know when I was hoping it would be this summer and I probably won't unfortunately, but I I really want to do that thing I said where I get we all get together and then we do the recreating things from video games uh, and we've had some really cool ideas like Jamie came, had a few the other day that he was saying to me oh, I'd be cool if we did this so like whereby it's almost like a um, you, we have to try and do something. From uh, take like Hitman, like you've got to take all the clothes off of a, a, a mannequin, put all the clothes on, stuff it in a wardrobe, and you've got to do it in a certain amount of time, and like record that sort of stuff. Like I, I think you probably would never go anywhere, but I think just for a weekend yeah. it would be friggin' hilarious
0: to sort of try and do something. Well, like I mean, like fellas, that just doing some more Let's Plays would be cool. Even I know we're kind of streaming on our own things, although you guys haven't streamed in a while. But even getting, when was the last time we streamed a game where we all played it? right yeah very true uh, we need Re- to do that and we need to have resi 8 resi 8 um other things like best game ever it was nice it was decently received didn't get many views but the people that did watch it kind of enjoyed it and i remember as soon as it came out chernsey you messaged me just like right where's ep- when's episode two <laughs> and i was like well it fucking took me longer than a month to fucking get 2020
2: there's actually 2025
0: yeah exactly well 2042 thank you battlefield um but yeah you know like the the idea for that was to do it a lot more often but it turned out to be something that just took it took too long to make because you needed a decent chunk of time to just sit down and focus on it but it kept on getting broken up if that makes sense but anyway we yeah. grace. the super show will hopefully always be here i mean we've, we've only missed one episode in what 75 attempts <laughs> it's a pretty good run Pretty good run. You've you gotten a few extra little videos, you know, like the Doom video, which uh, Jamie wrote, which is fucking exceptional. The uh, best game ever. You know, so there's a few things. Hopefully we'll manage to pull a few more of those out of our arseholes. <laughs> but yeah. But fellas, uh, I guess that's as good a jumping point as any to say, hey, we've got a Patreon where you can support us. It's patreon.com forward slash super show. Now the idea here is to keep the super show running. And uh, you know, you are the people that do keep the lights on, the cameras rolling, getting us back every week, except for that one week that, you know, we should probably stop talking about. (laughs) Uh, But I got some names here. These people uh, are really, we've had loads of people help us out and there's some names on screen now, but you know, you can get access to our Discord server for as little as $2. And we are on there chatting to people. It's a good time. But in particular, I would like to thank Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Jesper Camdahl-Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, Zach Cream, and of course the big boys, these dudes, not only do they keep the lights on, fellas, they keep the roof over, well, at least my head. I'm talking about Shellshock, Hacksaw Book Read, Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and The Dude Abides. Thank you, all of you, whether I've called out your name or not, if you have supported uh super show over the years, even if you don't support anymore, that's fine. Even if you supported ATG, I just want you to know that it, it, if truly as cliche as it sounds, it does mean so much to us. It kind of it still kind of blows me away that, you know, oh, yeah. people are willing to support us in this way. So thank you. And Hey, hopefully we can grow the Patreon, which means we can grow the content mill. It's like, <laughs> I, I had a,
2: I had a really weird thought the other day. So, the, well, yeah. I guess it was yesterday. Uh, is that because I, I I I love doing Super Show. Like I like just chatting to you guys about Hell games yeah. once a week. Yeah. Um, if I didn't do this, like I'd we would barely talk outside of like texting and stuff. I think which would suck. Uh, and also, I don't have as many friends who are like into gaming as much as you guys are. So, um, I think I wouldn't get to talk about it. But there was a weird thought that I had where I follow a whole bunch of other YouTubers now who are like. They've got like half a million subs. They've got like three hundred thousand subs. And I was like, "Shit, man, we had like four hundred and something thousand subs. Four hundred and
0: twenty-six like, thousand at that peak."
2: And then, and uh, I got Who, recognized. Who's, who's
1: counting, mate? <laughs> who's we had, counting? We had,
2: go... we, had, we had we had ninety-three million views. That's mad, man. And so I got recognized at my local shop by there a random, and I was like, "I got that, recognized." Like, that's in Greece, insane, dude. That's insane to me. Like that's uh, that's so that's so insane. Like that that happened, and it was a thing that now feels like something in the past. I'm like, we need to get back to that. Yeah, one. it's like it doesn't need, even matter, right? To...
0: Like we hit that height, it's like doesn't even fucking matter.
2: Which because you don't at the time know that you appreciate it. Like my my niece, who's like seven, said to me the other day, "Are you famous?" Because I was because <laughs> she was like, "What do you do?" I was like, oh, "I make videos." Like I went, hell no, <laughs> we do like a we are, I do a podcast for like a, people that like you know gaming yeah, stuff. You and know what, what the problem
0: like, is, Jonesy? Is when we're at ATG we were in fucking um, cookie clicker mode, right? Well, the, you, know, you know the game <laughs> right. cookie clicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's, make
2: stuff, put it out.
0: Yeah, and, and you want the numbers to keep on going. And all you're doing is focused on getting those numbers to go bigger and bigger and bigger. And you don't enjoy it
2: Yeah, the thing. The yeah,
0: exactly. You, you, you kind of lose track. You lose focus because you're always looking ahead rather than looking at what's in front of you. And you know what's in front of you? Friendship.
1: Yes. Are, are, are either I, of you two going to contemplate getting off the leather couch like in, the, in inside the next five minutes? I was I was getting just going to I was just going to apologize and say the I, I'm not couch. trying to, I'm not trying
2: to make this super introspective. But I do, yeah, that, so that was a, that was a weird way of saying thank you so much to the patrons who do still support us and are still here because you are uh, there, there's you know we're a lot smaller audience now, but it, it seems like a more um, close knit community. So thank you thank you so much to all of you. I didn't mean to get yeah take it back getting weird introspectively, <laughs> but. I mean you could have at least I'm, cried I've done is that.
0: all I'm thinking like, Just <laughs> no. let's get the I'm an ugly crier
1: I'm an
2: ugly and I, crier not, the spa- I'll do the spider thing I'll well, do the, the
0: spider thing Jesus Christ I'll kick you off the super show with your spider shit I'll put it
2: in a tub and the next week I'll have it as a tub that's the
1: secret ingredient week. of the viral box right there spiders and tears <laughs> spiders <laughs> and tears
0: okay and wow. then eat
1: it live while crying
0: oh my god <laughs> yeah. Jesus
1: I would well, actually watch <laughs> that quite happily <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, well, fellas, I don't, I don't have a, a clever kind of segue to this, so let's just talk about the games we've been playing. Jamie, hit me up. You've been, you've been quiet while well, Jonesy and I have been reminiscing.
1: No, I'm reminiscing too. I'm just reminiscing internally. You know, I'm just <laughs> the best way. Just yeah, just running through all these scenarios in my mind and considering <laughs> all the implications of everything we have done and not done. Um, it's all interesting, but um, I don't know it's just it's it's a weird one, isn't it? But yeah. video games aren't weird. Um, well, they and can I've be. been playing. Actually, <laughs> I, I said that they have are absolutely fucking weird. Mass Effect 2 isn't that weird though. Uh, actually, is it weird? This is. I fucked a blue person. That yeah, I was just going to say. Um, you are Captain Kirk. You fucked a yeah. blue person. I mean, I'm not C- Captain Kirk. I'm Commander Shepard. Thank you very much. And yeah, how dare you? That's really fucking insulting. <laughs> Check um, your privilege, all right? Yeah, big time. I'm still prepping for the suicide mission. Uh, in Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2 is still really fucking good. Uh, I like talking to everyone and I like trying to figure out who I can and can't fuck. Like, <laughs> especially now that that game's got all the dlc in it because originally you were kind of not meant to be too much of a ladies man and if you tried to fuck too many people someone would kind of call you out for trying to fuck other people but now (laughs) there's people in it who were added in dlc that came out after the game came out so the game isn't really scripted for people in the original game to know when you fucked people who added later (laughs) in the game so i kind of fucked this blue chick who i fucked in the first game and the the Australian chick that I'm chatting up to the second game didn't know about the blue chick kind of <laughs> part of the DLC so <coughs> just still fucking um,
0: hold on were you playing Mass Effect 2 or were you playing House
1: Party <laughs> yeah just the uncensored version of House Party just my massive <clears throat> you want never mind um, <laughs> talking about spraying things down um, oh my
0: <laughs> god Jesus Christ <laughs> a what segway. a segue. It is good, I've, been, good, good.
1: I've been playing a power wash simulator, which caught my the, eye when someone was streaming on Twitch the other day. Yeah. The biggest fucking
0: sad act simulator <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. No,
1: because you know what? The reason we all play simulator <laughs> games, everything from Euro Truck Simulator to House Flipper, the reason we all go to it is for that catharsis because it feels like something that's going to be relaxing and you're going to be able to take your mind off all the stresses and worries you have in the real life and just focus on something mundane and repetitive. <laughs> that you would never do in real life. But,
2: no, but you see, that, that's anything. what's bullshit, is I've power-washed my car multiple times, <laughs> so I don't really want to do that. I want to go and do it for real and then come home and play it. Because then you've it.
0: got a clean car, right?
2: At least I've got a clean car afterwards, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah well, I've got a clean mind and a clean conscious because wash Simulator cleanses my heart and cleanses my mind <laughs> and cleanses my soul. And uh, it's in early access, so it's a little bit light for anyone that's actually considering putting money into it. But it, it's one of those, and if power washing things sounds like something that you'd find weirdly satisfying and comforting uh, it, it, when you're taking a break from work, then it's there for you.
0: Nice. That's all I'll say. Wow. Well, talking about weirdly satisfying, Jonesy, I think, uh, think you've got a game that could be construed as weirdly satisfying. It's something that um, I believe I gave the two of you as a bit of homework. Jamie um, yes. hasn't spoken uh, about it, so clearly he's failed the assignment. I've
1: got it installed. I've got it installed. The desktop icon, I've got it, I promise.
0: Doesn't count. All right, go on, I,
1: I never played Psychonauts
2: uh, originally, Ooh. and yeah, you said, oh, I think w- you should both play it because it's, um, it's free on Game Pass. So I yeah. thought, why, you know, why not? Um, I haven't got, I didn't have a lot of time to play games this week, but I thought I'll uh, I'll dip into a little bit of Psychonauts. I'd, it's one of those where I've, you know, I've always heard about it and people talk about it and like really like it, but I've never like paid any attention to it. I didn't yeah. really even know what to
0: expect, to be honest. Um, which is which is but, the best way to go into a game like this, I think.
2: Yeah, no, no, and um, I was, I I was watching pleasantly Gen- Gen- going to say,
0: okay, I was going to say, watching our Jonesy says he fucking hates it.
2: <laughs> no, no, I was pleasantly surprised. It's it's very dated.
0: Like it yeah. looks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a it was a Xbox 360 game, right? Like that era. OG Xbox. Oh, G so Xbox, right? Faster, so, you, you
2: know, yeah. so it and it, yeah, and it it does look its age, but not not to any not in any sense like that. You, it's not playable or anything. It's perfectly serviceable. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> I'm I'm not massively into. it. I think I'm like maybe an hour into it. Man, no, Jesus, probably not even that. Probably like half an hour into it. Um, so you're still, still in the camp? Doing the, yeah, 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 I'm still in the camp. So I'm I'm running okay. around collecting stuff. I've done some like training stuff where the dudes. Uh, the you know, the mind dude is like. Get in there and uh, get in my mind and train and whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the humors, i like the humor. I like the um, I like kind of the wackiness of it. Uh, there's a horrendously ugly kid who is a massive douche. Um, which yep. yeah, which is fine and fun. We so, all know him. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice no, good. I'm in, I'm enjoying it so far. So we'll see. We'll see how we get on. But there's so much gaming stuff going on at the moment that. I don't have my I'm gonna have time to play. I'm gonna to spend too much time watching. So there
0: you go. It That's is crazy. it is true. E three uh kicked off with a Summer Game Fest. But before we talk into that, I'm gonna tell you what I've been playing. Because oh, yeah. I am contractually obliged to talk about Chivalry Two, bitches. Because I got a, this... a I got a key. I got a code, so you know
1: this is i i've got to be honest the first chivalry and also to a certain extent How were mm. two things that i could never really get into for some yeah. reason they like they just it wasn't is not the right word but i just wasn't grabbed by it but i saw a chivalry 2 trailer today they showed one at the summer game fest and i was like a game with that much screaming can't not be fun right
0: <laughs> oh let me let me tell you fellas so um i played it today actually uh, played it for about two hours, just pure online, nice. and oh, it's so much fun, man! It is so much fun. It's it, it tries to do less than what Mordhau tried to do. I think you know, Mordhau tried to add all of these kind of fucking complex elements and build and build and build. This one is maybe a little bit more stripped back, but it's still fucking cool. You've you've got all these different maps. Um, I actually think it might be a one hundred and twenty-eight player map. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, but big, big maps, effectively, and you go in. You've got your class. You can be an archer, or you know, a knight, or a footman, or whatever, or a vanguard, whatever, whatever it is. I've and heard Jones as- is a footman. Anecdotal. He is a footman. Yeah, you, you're more of a, a an ass man. <laughs> I'm definitely
2: not a footman. I don't get
0: that, mate. You got you got monkey shoes. You're a footman, all right. Either which way you look it. Well, my own feet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> into, are you into feet? Yeah, my own. <laughs> oh, imagine that! Imagine someone Christ. trying to wank off with their own feet.
0: Yeah, but it's easy because you just point it down,
1: right? Wait, point what? What do you mean? I think
2: you, no, I think Jamie means with your
1: feet, like oh, do not it, on, your feet. Yeah, not on. I said with. Oh, but you could do it on. Yeah, you could What's do it on. That? But, What's that? What's that? why then would you point, do that? Point, pointing down also sound that doesn't
0: sound comfortable. Sounds painful. But anyway, fellas, we're talking about chivalry <laughs> too. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's so no much right. foot wanking and Chivalry. No, but it's really cool. It's it's it's, it's like it when you when you really getting into the the flow of it. So they've got these kind of like maps that are like really short battles where you just have to wipe everyone out. And then they've got other maps where it's like objectives, like you know, uh, breach the breach the walls of the castle, breach the keep, and kill the king. That kind of a thing, right? Like, and it goes through it, and it can't th- those. Kind of segments are timed and it can kind of like ebb and flow where one team can breach the walls and the other team can push them back. And, you know, it's kind of dynamic like that. But what's really like amazing about it is when you really get into the flow of these longer maps, every time you respawn and you re it's very easy to die. Obviously, it's like fucking one wrong placed sword and your head gets fucking chopped off and you'll respawn and you'll run back into the battlefield. When you respawn in and you're respawning with a bunch of people because it is so easy to die, like you're just constantly respawning. They do have respawn timers, but you get what I'm saying. And you're rushing back into battle and on mouse and keyboard, if you press the C button, you do a war cry. And it's just like you go, but everyone's doing it. And it doesn't give you any boost or benefit or anything, but you're just like... This is fucking amazing. <laughs> and then you get into the battle. But it battle. gives you a boost. Yeah, yeah, not really. And then you get into the battle and you fucking, you're parrying and you're riposting and you're fucking running back and healing yourself with bandages and people are screaming all over the place. And, you know, someone goes, i oh, you've cut off my arm. And, yeah, it's fucking, it's so, yeah. Okay, here's a weird one. In the all chat after one of these long matches, everyone was like GG and talking about like a little bit of their, you know, in the old chat, what they were doing there. And I I just wrote thrilling, (laughs) but not like sarcastically. Like I was like, I I didn't, I literally didn't know what to say about it, except for fuck. That was thrilling.
1: That was thrilling.
0: When was the last time you played a, yeah. When was the last time you played a multiplayer (laughs) game where you thought fucking hell, that was thrilling. I haven't played Chivalry two,
2: um, and i i played Mordhau what like once um and i played for honor like for a few hours but I, there's a weird thing with this sort of game and i suppose i worry this with the same with chivalry 2 in that the 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 elements that i want from a melee, uh knight's armor blah 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 game are not served in the multiplayer online game like this so for, so for example Jamie Jamie's recently said sent me a link cuz he was like oh you said before like, that you really want to play Rise, Son of Rome originally when it came out and you never got to. And, and I actually bought it for like two quid and I played it for like a couple of hours a few weeks ago. And lo- I was like, oh, I'm going to play more of this. I, lo- I loved it. Because the way that you play that, you get to feel like a badass Roman soldier, right? You get to do chain uh, moves and you get to chop people up and you get to do all the crazy sort of like quick time events. And it's cool. The thing that I always find impenetrable about games, I assume games like Chivalry 2 is that I don't feel any of that. I run into, like you said, you spawn multiple times because you keep dying. All I found with Mordout is you run in, you just die almost straight away. Even if you do manage to get to an enemy and, you, and there's like a naked man running around with a stick <laughs> who's like impossible to hit or a massive heavy bloke with a giant spear that's like really slow and you kind of dodge out of the way and you manage to poke him with your sword and like five people kill him. I don't, no, it doesn't feel cool. Like I never get a sense of, oh, this is, a, this is a cool game that makes me feel like a badass. Is Chivalry Two any better at that than those games, or is it more of a? It's look, it's still it early days. It's, it's
0: still early days for me because obviously you you keep playing, you level up, and you um, unlock new weapons. You know, so and and that changes up your strategy, and and you can kind of upgrade your class. Right. So, for instance, if you if you're here the knight, one of your special weapons is you blow a, a war horn which gives everyone in the radius around you um, uh, additional regen and, and uh, a heal. And yeah. then your, your next one up is you drop a banner, and that banner stays there and does a heal, blah, blah, blah. But, so there's, there is a progression tied to it. But what I'm saying is, like, I still have more to go. But from what I'm experiencing right now, it is kind of like Carnage, but it is what I would imagine that battlefield to be. But there are opportunities to feel like a badass. So you might be in, in the field and notice that an archer is taking down a lot of people. Maybe because you've been killed by that archer. So you get back onto the <laughs> battlefield and you you run Just around like to where life. he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you run around to where his known location because players are idiots and they don't really move around that much. And you fucking chop his legs off. And you're like, <laughs> that feels fucking good. And then you then you go into the fray and there's some like heavy armored knights that are like one knight going against like three of your vanguards and the knight could take him. So what you try and do is you try and go around him and you use your special, you got your fucking war ax and you do a special like overhead donk onto his fucking helmet. He goes down and then all three of those dudes just fucking lunge their swords in him. It's like, this is fucking cool. This is fucking cool. There are other times where you're running and someone throws an oil bomb at you. And then you're not sure where it came from, and then someone chops your arm off. You know, it's like, well, okay. It's, right. you know, I, 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 you know ups up so and downs.
1: I was, was going to say it, like, it, it, surely the answer to Jonesy's question in any multiplayer game ever is that it's skill based, it's skill dependent. Like, it's like asking, can I feel like a badass in Quake? Can I feel like a badass in Call of Duty? Can yeah. I feel like a badass in FIFA? The answer is, are you better than the person you're against, right? No,
2: but that's, see, that's, I would say that's, I wouldn't agree in in a game like this because of course if if you yeah. played it as uh like a like a like a military unit there's no battles and stuff where one person just goes running around like a nutter tr- chopping people with a sword and trying to chop people's feet yeah. off because you'd have like a 100 men or 20 men or whatever all standing together and, and doing the ta- you know using tactics and stuff but these games never have that never happens people immediately re- from my experience which is limited <laughs> people immediately respawn and just run into the battle and just start flailing like i mm-hmm. rarely have i been but, there and seen one person who seems to have what, skill that like you're saying
1: You're saying then that your ability to feel like a badass sounds like it's reliant on your teammates adhering to what you want them to do, which wouldn't be you necessarily being a badass. I
0: I, I think the answer probably lies in between what both of you are saying. In in a game like Chivalry, it's it's less about the singular hero and more about the team and the squad, however, however you want to call it. Because you could have four people surrounding one dude, but if that guy gets a block off and manages to block... All four of the people trying to attack him at the same time, then he could just fucking slice their legs off, right? Yeah, and he could feel like a badass. He might be the fucking good player, but at the same time, you could have a fucking amazing player who's not focusing on his flank, and he could get take, be taken out by a Jonesy.
1: I, I feel like I'm taking. I feel like we're having another. Um, what was the thing from Batman? Belfry. <laughs> belfry, I feel like I'm I'm having a belfry moment right now, where I'm like I'm doing double takes. We we're, we're describing multiplayer.
0: We're describing. I see, it, yeah. I no, no, if, no but like, it's, the, it's, it's, it's a, a bit. Like, yeah, it's it's different with like I don't know, guns I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not guns and melee. Like the, I suppose right. if
2: what so, so I was, like if you play Warzone right and you play with a team of good people I think the when you the, you have the best plays it's when you feel like you're playing like a military unit where you're covering each other and you take right. other teams and you do quite well the um, I I it's probably just I haven't played enough which is kind of what I'm trying to get at is whenever I've seen these games they just look like absolute carnage I've bare, I don't think I've really seen many times when people play, like, seem to work together and it just looks like, ah, I remember the last time I played Mordow and it was, I remember it was like a team of knights or a group of, like, knights or whatever and and archers trying to kill a naked man with like a, an axe who was just jumping over their heads and chopping people and it would look funny like i was laughing and i had an i had a bow and i was trying to shoot him and i, I kept missing yeah, but totally. i was laughing because he the naked man was killing all the knights and then he did, he killed like eight people and then which is i guess is your point about skill he killed about eight. Yeah. His, so what it felt like <laughs> and a bit, a bit, yeah. but his skill was jumping up and down on top of a like a, a carriage thing like yeah. n- just wearing a loincloth. i don't even like i think he was bald and almost naked his skill he, his skill was also killing people yes. no no i'm no i mean but the, but when you looked at it it didn't look like gladiator it looked like a naked bald man yeah. jumping and like and a ducking lot, and jumping a lot and ducking.
0: less of the weirdness of mordhow and chivalry 2 chivalry 2 right. Other than like some, some really funny voice lines, it it kind of takes itself more like, no, it's, it's a fucking medieval simulator.
2: Like I think For Honor tried to get that. I think they tried to make you feel like that, which is why you had the mobs, why you had like the air, you know, defend the areas, why you had the stances. And I love that. I love that they tried it and it, and you had some cool moments and you could, you, with the stances, you could lit, you could defend and you could block and it looked better. But it wasn't a very enjoyable game, maybe because yeah. it was trying to do what I'm suggesting and trying to make you have more of those legit moments. But in execution, yeah. it's actually like insanely difficult. So you end up with a greased up, bald, naked man <laughs> before running around donkeying well, a stick.
0: Jonesy, uh, probably by the time that this goes up, it'll be done. But I am planning to stream some chivalry tomorrow. Oh, so. I'd love to
2: watch that. I'll be all
0: over that. Yeah, yeah. It will be available on a VOD, Twitch.tv. Forward slash hot panic. Uh, but yeah, it should be good. You know what else should have been good? And I guess in some ways it was Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, which yeah. was the unofficial, adjacent, official kickoff to E3.
2: It feels kind of like the launch of E3, I
1: think. Yeah, I, th- I think he's positioned it well in the way that <laughs> whether it's a part of E3 or not in the eyes of the ESA, it's timed to feel at like the start of E3. Yeah, exactly. And I think, Chris, I, I, I had a good time upon reflection with Jeff.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah, I had a good time with Jeff okay. on this fine Thursday afternoon.
0: All right, well, let's let's go into it, all right? And well, Some of them we can skip over just like a few words, but some of them need some... some Deep delving Okay Because it all kicked off With Tiny Tina's Wonderlands And no mm. That's That's not a video Or a search term That you type into Pornhub <laughs> or anything It is a Fantasy inspired Borderlands Spin off Unfortunately Arriving in 2022 But here's the interesting thing Fellas Okay It features the voice talent Of Andy Sandberg, Wonder Sykes Will Arnett Some Some pretty good You know Big comedic Names um, Yes And of course borderlands was borderlands oh was it pre-sequel or was it borderlands 2 that had um, the tiny tina's dlc i think it was two
2: um i can't remember yeah so buy.
0: so on that one basically all the characters went over to tiny Teeners and they played a game of dungeons and dragons but then she'd come up with the world but then you'd go into the world and you'd play it in first-person perspective. It was pretty cool. There were dragons and shit. And I guess the idea is that it's this, but as a standalone spinoff, that's maybe more than just a DLC and giving it a lot more love. I mean, when you're paying people like Andy Sandberg and fucking Will, Ar- Will Arnett, then it's got to be, it's got to be pretty good.
1: I hope so. I hope that means it's funny as well, which is, I think the element of Borderlands that's got increasingly more hit and miss over the years <laughs> with the exception yeah. perhaps of Tales on the Borderlands, which People seem to like. I do have one sort of niggling thing that's on my mind though that I just can't. Like, I I know they didn't show <coughs> gameplay, but you can kind of imagine yeah. fancy inspired Borderlands take, maybe some magical or even medieval, ironic, talking about chivalry elements thrown in there. Yeah. But I don't know how I'm supposed to get a gauge on this game when I don't know if I'm going to feel like a badass or not. Like, <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you won't. It's got witches and stuff in it.
0: You won't. It's, like got, badass,
1: drag, it's well. got dragons. Dragons are pretty badass, actually. Dragons, whether cool. you're riding them or killing them or fucking them, like dragons are. Dragons are lit. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's, that's a Shrek thing. That's not like that out of the ordinary. I mean, in the Shrek, donkey. The donkey it.
0: did bang the dragon. Yeah, in one, of the, dragon.
1: in one of the most popular animated films of all time, a donkey <laughs> has sex with a dragon. Think about it. <laughs> think about. it. No, no, seriously. Imagine a donkey's penis.
0: Like, <laughs> what, going do you into... really
1: want everyone to actually visualise act. of those things? Where, Jamie,
0: like, Jamie, even better. You've taken it for granted. Even yeah. better. Imagine a dragon's vag. It's now impressive. Imagine, now, I'll imagine, give you Michael
1: that. T- imagine Michael. Imagine Michael Douglas's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's doing Jesus. nothing to a dragon.
0: Wow. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> you have I to know. imagine that donkey, like literally, got inside, like <laughs> went inside himself. And oh, yeah, in. yeah. Like, explore the cave, yeah? Yeah, otherwise it's not doing anything. Gross.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, dear me. That's one for the video watchers. Sorry, oh, there you go. Listeners. You have yeah. to guess what Chester Chris did there.
0: Gross. Uh, but, yeah, from there we swiftly moved on to Metal Slug Tactics, which is... A, a quality
2: franchise, at least. Metal, it Metal is, Slug is
0: great. I, I used to fucking the amount of money i'd sink in the arcade on the fucking metal slug oh yeah it's ridiculous i i do love me some metal slug but this is not metal slug as you knew it because or know it knew it whatever because it's got tactics on the end fellas and much <laughs> like final fantasy <laughs> tactics it's like a a grid based i guess you could say xcom take uh into the breach inspired take on a classic franchise i th- i i thought it looked pretty cool I thought yeah. like, I think the key here is going to be pricing and availability and is it on games pass, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it does look, it does look decent. And I think even though it's a change from the, uh, side scrolling, 'em up, I think I don't see how metal slug fans could be upset about this. I think they should be excited by what they're seeing. Mm, Josie's thinking about that <laughs> statement.
2: Well, just because as a Metal Slug fan, like, it's, like, I I, I, lo- I liked that that game I or games, I enjoyed them at the arcade, but I don't really think, like, a reskin of a tactics game with Metal Slug-esque stuff is going to make me want to go and get it. Like, I, d- I always think these, these sorts of things, like, the idea of licensing a product or licensing an IP just to reskin a different sort of game and go, now you want to play a tactics game because we've skinned it with something you like, is, like. It's more likely that someone who likes tactics games is going to want to play this. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily going to appeal to the scrolling. I don't know. Look, look what happened. Like to, uh, could, be wrong. could
0: be wrong. Look what happened to Gears of War. Do they also call it Gears of War Tactics? Tactics. Yeah. I think yeah. Gears well, Tactics. Yeah. Gears Tactics. Which you it's you know, definitely
1: I, a I thing guess, we're going yeah. to be experiencing for years to come. I mean, yeah, I think there's still one more to be announced this E3, right? From what yeah, have, I've the the Marvel seen. one. Right. Exactly. Oh, should be interesting. Um, as I can say, <coughs> as someone who is neither a fan of metal slug nor particularly a fan of tactics games, that if you're you, if you don't like either of those elements, the chances of you playing this
0: game are slim. So unless it's on Game Pass,
1: unless there you go. The, there's the magic. Uh, the magic the magic Game Pass brings to the table. The magic bullet, that's the
0: weird yeah. thing we've
2: talked about before, though, isn't it? Is that if everything's free and available, it doesn't. You might play it for like ten minutes, but you're probably not gonna stick with it for any length of time.
0: Or you could yeah. find your new favorite thing for a month, a week, maybe whatever it may be. True. Maybe. true. Yeah. Possibly.
1: We we really liked Sea of Thieves for about 48 hours. So Yeah,
0: exactly I like, really liked it.
1: Yeah. We literally just gone into lockdown and uh and for <laughs> for about three days Sea of Thieves was all we all we wanted to do. Yeah. Then we realized there was nothing to do.
0: Yeah. And then and then we moved on to um Minecraft Dungeons, and played that for about an evening. We did Minecraft Dungeons. And that's how it yeah, takes
2: to finish,
0: isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We, I remember, I did... We did what's Deep, one? Rock, Astro, Deep Rock Galactic.
1: Deep Rock, I did Astro near with... Uh, I, there were a few that... Steph, Steph and I, yeah. we went rogue. and it Yeah, was you Astro did Battletoads State, and Streets of Rage. State of Decay as well.
0: State of Decay. Just
1: It was just it was just the Game Pass season. <laughs> Early lockdown COVID-19 Game Pass
0: season. Hey, well, you In know what's cool about Game Pass? Is... Uh, Xbox are gonna bring it to it's official. We speculated it, but uh they're gonna put Xbox in your TV, smart TV, obviously, but mm. there should be an app, right? Where it's like, hey, it's the Xbox app on your fucking Samsung TV and you connect your um your controller either through USB or Bluetooth, depending on the television, and boom, you playing Xbox I, games.
1: Honestly, Chris, I'm stunned. I'm stunned that Jonesy isn't rubbing my face in these headlines.
2: <laughs> I I mate, when when the world does it for me, I don't need to. <laughs> well, the,
0: the the interesting thing, and maybe it's the thing that's keeping uh, Jonesy a little bit tight lipped at the moment, is <clears> it, weirdly enough, uh Phil Spencer's come out saying that they are you know, Xbox is not looking to exit the hardware game. They said, if anything, they are accelerating their efforts.
2: But then, yeah. Yeah, they, I, mean, I think it comes down to like at the end of the day, we don't, no one knows what's going to happen. No one knows how the industry is going to unfold. And it's all well and good saying now, they are going to stick with hardware. They're going to like double their efforts, whatever. I don't think anyone really knows. Like we've been saying for years, I've yeah. been saying for years, cloud gaming is going to be the next. It's going to Netflix of gaming, da, 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 da. But I think it's, it's all up in the air at the yeah, moment. Yeah, but look, 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 look,
0: look what happened fucking yesterday. Half of the internet went down. Right? There was no Twitter, there was no Amazon, there was no Twitch. Yeah. Oh, right, I see. Oh, okay. For a few hours. It's like, okay, so, oh shit, my streaming, my gaming streaming service is down. I guess I'm not going to play any games then, fuckers. Yeah, Yeah, but that's still the... Sorry, Jamie.
1: No, no, no. I think actually the point I make might be rebutted in the the exact same point that you were about to make. But I was also going to say anecdotally, Xbox obviously only seeing a percentage of this themselves, but certainly when you look at PlayStation 5s and graphics cards, now is a good time <laughs> to be selling hardware because yeah. it's going as soon as you can make it. Yeah, mental.
2: See, I would almost go, yeah, I'd almost go the other way, though, and say now is a good time for services that don't require hardware given that most, a lot of people can't get hold of it. But no, what I, what I was going to say was um, it doesn't matter if you've got the hardware. If the internet goes down, you can't play games anyway. Um, is You know, there's been... Um, Depending on Nowadays... The Depending on the game, but nowadays, yeah, you, you struggle to play most yep. of your titles that you picked up. I was, with...
1: I was uh, tuning into twitch.tv forward slash hot panic the other day, mm. and Chris got kicked out of Dark Souls because of a server
0: issue. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. Madness. Yeah. Dark Souls? Dark, Dark Souls? Yeah. Why do you need
2: Dark Souls? You need all those notes on the floor and stuff. To, uh, if you haven't
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. got them, you can't play. Yeah, sorry, exactly. you have to reload the bloodstains. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Kick me out of the fucking game. You know, just remove the fucking messages. Don't kick me out of the fucking game. In fact, do you
1: know what, Chris? You're right. Cancel From Software. Cancel Miyazaki. Anything they've got in the pipeline, get rid of it. These guys are the scum of the earth, and I don't want to talk about them again for the rest of the podcast, if that's okay with you. Wow.
2: The the worst one of those experiences for me, because it just made no sense, was Just Cause 3, I think it was. You can't play that if you're not connected to the internet. And the the internet went down when I was playing it once, and it, it didn't. It, it worked for a bit and then just freaked out, didn't save my game, kicked me out of the game, and just went mental. And I was like, why? Do, it's not even an online game.
1: Bizarre. Yeah. But Bizarre. Square Enix got really bad for that. Because I remember Hitman was
0: pretty rough as well for yeah. a little while. Similar what well, uh, EA and Maxis when they did SimCity. Off. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. And it was like, Kill, no, it's killed all it's, that franchise. Yeah. It's always online. And then people found out, like, no, you can play it. It doesn't have to be online. You, and this was after they came out saying like, oh no, the way we built the game, it has to be online because, you know, checks and balances, whatever the fucking bullshit. Yep. And then someone hacked it. It was like, no, runs perfectly fine if you're not online. So I why? did the exact
1: same thing with uh, World of Warcraft. It doesn't have to be online. I hacked it, played it offline, <laughs> peace and quiet. It is the ideal way to play that game.
0: I like it. Okay. Wow. Mm, weirdo. All right. Moving on from one weirdo to another fucking weirdo. Kojima. <laughs> He's a genius, but he's a weirdo. I don't think anyone's going to fucking argue with that one, especially if they saw the really strange and odd Metal Gear Solid inspired trailer for Death Stranding Director's Cut.
2: Can I? Can okay. I? I want to know what Jamie thinks of this, but I can I set him up? Maybe but I'm, I'm not going to try and annoy him, but I might.
0: <laughs> okay, do it. Because this made
2: me a little bit sad. Okay. Because in some sense, it was like I had this weird feeling of. Kojima Productions, Death Stranding, haven't maybe quite lived up to what he was hoping, um, and so this is almost like going, "Look, I'm the Metal Gear Solid guy. Can you? Can you do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, Look, let's like, have a, so a whole little trait, like a little weird trailer thing, where I'm going. I could almost make Death Stranding into Metal Gear Solid if you want. <laughs> is that what you want? Do you want me to do that? Will that make you happy, Jonesy? Do you know it what, what
0: it reminds me of? It reminds me of every time. Eminem releases an album. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Eminem. But every time Eminem releases an album, he shoehorns the lyric going in, I wrote Stan. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that, was yeah like fucking, you're like, that was like okay, 10 man. albums ago, dude. Like, fucking yeah. get over it. It's good. It's, 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 uh, go on, Jamie. Yeah, ja- I mean, ja- I'll tell you what. For, for the people that haven't seen the trailer, why don't you just kind of like explain why it's oh. so odd and weird?
1: Well, I guess it's odd because it's... It's hard to tell exactly what they're trying to say. Like, So basically, you see Norman Reedus in his full-on Death Stranding garb, and he's in some kind of a warehouse that looks very much like some of the early stages of Metal Gear Solid and sort of Outer Heaven and all that stuff. You know, guards stationed around look like it's ready for some kind of a stealth Yeah,
0: there's some top-down perspective as well
1: in, in the exactly. trailer. He spots a cardboard box, which has got... The fragile kind of logo all all over it, which suggests we're still in universe and Death Stranding. Uh, He knocks some oranges out of it, like tips some oranges out of it, and then gets inside the cardboard box where it's like it's open at the top. So it's you just see him squatted inside the box. Hold on, hold on, you've missed out a bit because he pulls it off the shelf, puts it
2: open side down on the floor, Metal Gear Solid style, and waits for about five seconds because you're (laughs) thinking. He's gonna yeah. oh he's and then he flips it over
0: and it's like oh and he gets in and cradles him like hugs his knees like a baby. Fetal it was position. all very stilted, and like obviously, Jonesy's right.
1: It, it, it is clearly Kojima being having a bit of a. I'm also the Metal Gear guy, you know. Moment. <laughs> I don't think it's quite as pitiful as you you made it out to be. Like, I hope it's not like a. You know, that, was, ben, that was for your benefit to some degree. I, yeah, wrote, I wrote it's ben, Stan. So it's more of a flex than like a anything else the, the thing i can't wrap my head around is that okay it makes sense to go back to death stranding and act out some of the things that have been rumored to be fair which like maybe there was cut content cut cut scenes cut this that or the other which i'm not sure i don't death see stranding how it needs it's like fucking no exactly
0: jesus
1: like chris you and i were joking before this like if this thing is death Stranding director's cut what whose cut was the first one yeah, that, Exactly.
2: yes that was going to be my question because usually it's like the producer or the execs say to the director, oh no, we can't do that, oh no, you can't do that, Oh, we are going to change it, we're we going to do this. Kojima Productions made Death Stranding. He's Kojima. Yep. <laughs> so this yeah. is him saying, this is my cut. You're like,
1: yes. So, okay, dude. <laughs> no, see, what? this is the thing. This is the thing you don't realise. Kojima actually has two personalities, producer <laughs> Kojima and director Kojima. And producer Kojima told director Kojima to cut stuff out of the game. So mm. this is, he, like, he was Yeah, he you was don't understand. It's, it's the stick and the rope. It's a strand game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: a
2: Yeah. I mean, strand the, game. If there was one thing I had to ask you about Death Stranding, would it be that there wasn't enough and you needed more? In you needed more. No, you should have put more uh, back. Especially, in that
1: game? especially not because with the way this guy works, I doubt it's gameplay variety that's being added back in. It's going to be nonsense <laughs> cutscenes. cutscenes, and it's going to be lore, and it's going to be yeah exposition. I think the thing that I'm curious about though is that does that trailer like what does that mean? Does that mean there's going to be some new area? Is that just Norman Reedus in some like VR mission style thing where he can, you know, challenge himself self to a stealth mission to prepare for his real mission by doing these Metal Gear Solid inspired, you know, stealth rooms. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it's cool that something's happening and I'm I you know what do you know what will be fun to see? What Hideo Kojima can do with a dual sense controller. That's what yeah, that'll be yeah, fun if nothing fair. else. Okay, right but... think about like pissing with a with a with one of those triggers. <laughs>
0: Nice. I like it. Feel your bladder empty through the controller. Totally, totally. But I guess it goes back to what we were saying on Battlefield, right? If Battlefield had the common sense to say, we don't need to do a single-player campaign. Let's just focus on the multiplayer campaign instead of, you know, shifting our resources. Like, why why is Kojima doing this? Okay, fine. Not why is he doing it because it's a fucking... If you want to be cynical about it, it's an easier cash grab at the moment, right? Take an existing right. property, sprinkle on some sauce, and fucking there you go. But just fucking draw a line in the sand, say that was Death Stranding, and move on to the next thing, whether it's Death Stranding two or a, a brand new thing. Like, <laughs> why this stopgap? I don't, I don't you, get it.
2: You have to wonder, though, right? With with games like this, with uh, Death Stranding, um. And people like Hideo Kojima and, and of his sort of caliber, his size, his notoriety. I wonder if when a, when a game goes into production, they're like, right, this is 10 years down like now, this game is going to be the thing for 10 years. It comes out, it gets, you know, the reception it's got, it's, uh, uh, from my estimations, a very good, like, I really like it. I think it's a very good game, but it didn't maybe do what they were thinking it was going to do. It wasn't quite the... Um, I think it uh,
0: exceeded their, their um, targets.
2: But I think in, in, so, in so far as, as part of, you know, as grabbing part of the gaming psyche and culture, I think he was hope. maybe I'm wrong, but I imagined it was, it was like they were going to go, wow, this is it absolutely like, incredible.
1: For like, example, Jones City, like, is maybe another way of putting it, like there's a version of events where Death Stranding is such a momentous thing that Sony have no choice but to buy Kojima Productions outright and make them first party. But once that game did come out, there was like, no one expected that to happen yeah like is that kind of what you mean
2: exactly yeah exactly the whole could have been a whole stream of things that could have come off the back of it and he's kind of thinking death stranding is my next 10 to 15 years and then because that doesn't kind of happen they're then like like you're saying chris draw a line move on but maybe that's just not what they were thinking it's not in the plan they've got no idea what they would move on to because they were not planning on being in this position um but maybe they should maybe they should draw a line under it and move on rather than these kind of oh, we're going to put some cyberpunk stuff into Death Stranding. Oh, we're going to do a crossover with this. Oh, mm-hmm. we're going to put some stuff. We're going to, it's like, okay, you keep talking about this game. Maybe move yeah, on. But, and like, but you know, do you know who else the did plan? that?
0: Jonesy? Do you know what no. other auteur did that? Go on. George Lucas. And he ruined Star Wars. Who shot first? Han or <laughs> Greedo? Okay. The point is, it's just revisionist. And I don't like it. Move on. So, but,
1: but you're saying like who pissed first is going to be the big <laughs> argument of Death Stranding, like, and it's like do you, you don't remember the original PS4 release of Death Stranding, which you could just you can't <laughs> find anymore. Yeah, but exactly. It was definitely Norman Reedus.
0: And Death Stranding director's cut, he drinks Red Bull because you know Red Bull gave him a bunch wow. of money. Yeah. I, I think the other,
1: the other thing about Kojima Productions that I think is easy to forget is that like Kojima is. I think, I'm sure he does fine, but he's not some billionaire dude that bankrolls his own games. Like, yeah. Kojima Productions, as an entity, need to partner up with people and get in bed with other companies to develop and fund and publish those games. There are rumors that we, you know, touched on in the podcast a few weeks ago that he is talking to Xbox, for example. Yeah, and I'm sure Phil Spencer would love to get in bed with Mister Kojima, um, but like. I, I, and I'm sure Hideo is full of ideas and, and, and has done little bits here and there, but Kojima like, doesn't get out of bed one morning and is like, right, we're going to go into production on this tomorrow because, like, who with? on who, With whose money? For what platforms? Who's yeah, publishing yeah. it? You know, I think those things, especially given the 18 months we've had, uh, those things probably get a little bit harder to figure out. Um, probably a very weird time to be in pre-production on anything, right? So then to just... Is- it's indefinite it must feel so then
0: is this is this even more cynical in saying while he's still trying to find funding for that next project that he's like well we need something to kind of you know link a to b
1: i don't know i don't know because the other like it that we just don't know like is this something kojima really wanted to do is there something that Sony are involved in this? We got a Sony and a PlayStation Studios logo ahead of this thing. Did Sony go back to them and were like, Hey, we kind of want some, some PS five games. How about a little bit extra money and you squeeze this out of that? Like, we, we just don't know. We just don't That's know. That's
0: possible because the, um, the trailer was running on a PS five. So you, 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 yeah. you actually, I didn't think of it, but you've got to make a very interesting point about like, Sony they, saying, they, they, here's they, some more money. Could've... You know, get, we need a PS five version. And yeah, what, is, could, what is Kojima's PS5 version? The Director's Cut.
1: Today could have been the announcement of Death Stranding on the Xbox, but no, it's still, yeah. still exclusive. what's well, on PC as well, but this yeah, yeah. there's no information that suggests Director's Cut's coming to PC and so on and so forth. Like It's just hard to know. But I, I will say this. I'm 80% confident that by the end of this calendar year, we will... Actually, no. I'm going to say in 12 months' time, so a year from now, okay. we will know that what Kojima's next game is, and he will be in full production on something with someone, probably yeah. Xbox, yeah, yeah, at least one thing, if not more.
0: That's fair.
2: And and the thing is, that still that that thing, and whoever it's with, will still get all of us really excited, and we'll all be like, oh, amazing, can't wait. You know, da da da. And it's not like his name doesn't just print money because it still does. But um, yeah, this this did feel a little odd, but you know. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> well, although we're all interested to see what the heck it was about and what actually comes out. <laughs> that, that,
1: that's, that's what he brings to the table, if anything else, is curiosity, right? Like, you true, have to look. True. It's, like, a, it's More... like an eclipse. Yeah. It might blind
0: you, but you have to look. <laughs> you know what else you have to look at? The, I can think of a couple of things. Well, hey. Uh, <laughs> in this instance, Jamie, the beautiful specimen on God's green earth, which is Jeff Goldblum, Because he helped announce Jurassic World Evolution Two from Frontier Developments, which I uh, love and hate. Funny enough, I've uh, I applied for a job for them at the end of last year. Didn't get it. Still doing (laughs) Super Show.
1: Hey, do you know what? Just Their their losses are gain. This I've a little love love
2: hate thing with this because Evolution was really good. I enjoyed it. I played that game quite a lot. Um, Evolution Two. I'm looking forward to that as well. But every time I see like a Jeff Goldblum, a Sam Neill, whoever it's going to be. And they talk, and you know, it's Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, yeah. whatever. A little part of me, like sort of really hopes for a first person, um, like Far Cry style, Far Cry three star Jurassic Park game, where it's like, you're going to the park. And <laughs> like a proper triple animal is like, <gasps> no, it's just going to be a Dino crisis. <laughs> yeah. But hey, Maybe. you get to control the little people in
0: evolution. So yeah. there you go. You, you know what uh, I love about the whole Jeff Goldblum thing, though? Is he has no fucking clue? He just gets given <laughs> a script and he's like, "I I was in Jurassic World. Uh, what? Okay. Yeah, I'll, his I'll delivery
1: read. was so odd. On he's the like, i 'I'll read.' This.
0: He's he's an odd dude, but I fucking love him. He's, he he's said, I'll read.' I've
2: got an auto cue in front of me or a teleprompter to read,
0: <laughs> didn't yeah. he? Yeah, that, that's that's, weird, that's weird. him. That's that's like, it, it's like fucking explaining to your granddad what what a fucking Xbox controller is. He's like okay
1: (laughs) yeah it must be very liberating to get to that stage in life to be married to have a family to be rich to still be relatively in demand and a part of massive major franchises and then to realize that actually if you just let all your inhibitions go and act like your true kooky self people like you even more yeah that's just going to be the most like liberating and like validating thing imaginable as a human being
0: yeah every time i see a picture of jeff goldblum he's having the time of his life
2: i know this probably makes no sense but i feel like but whilst he has been in lots of films, I feel like Jeff Goldblum, the actor, hasn't been in a film since The Fly. Because like- <laughs> whenever he's in a film, he's just Jeff Goldblum. It's like yeah. he wandered onto set and they let him be in the film.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like he fair doesn't enough. need to
2: act. He just gets there and just goes, oh, um, uh, <laughs> and just does whatever yeah. the fuck he wants.
0: Right, guys, then, then look, we got uh, treated to a look at Lost Ark, a Korean MMO arriving in the West this year, thanks to Amazon. And then swiftly after that, Ryan Reynolds made an Elden Ring joke while they're debuting a new trailer for Free Guy because you know it. Fuck Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty I'm
1: much. Not, you I'm not going to play it. that. Also, Jonesy Caviar is Free Guy does not look funny. Yes, it does. Get out of it. It's Ryan those Reynolds. Jo- I, I really want to watch Those jokes didn't land to me, and and yeah. you say saying Ryan Reynolds like doesn't mean anything to me. I've every time there's a new Ryan Reynolds movie on this podcast, whether it's like Detective <laughs> Pikachu or fucking. Deadpool, whatever. It would I always say the same thing, and I stand by it, which is that that's a guy who does the same voice and the same type of jokes every character he's ever been, and it stopped being funny for me a long time ago. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to be cynical. I still have a soft spot for the Deadpool movies, because they've got an edge to them and there are, there are some yeah, laughs, yeah. but I wanted to like this trailer and I didn't get a laugh out of it. That's just the, me being honest. Yeah.
2: The problem you've got, Jamie, is that you are right, but I love <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, and so... I'm fine with That's that. The like every time, that They're Every time so he good. brings out a film and he's exactly the same, he delivers exactly the same way, his intonation, his <laughs> delivery, everything is exactly the same. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take more I of can that. Re- I, can, I can
1: respect that. I can respect it totally. So the,
2: one of the best, I think the best Ryan Reynolds film as an actor I've ever seen him do was probably Amityville Horror because he actually acts in it. It's the only film I think I've ever seen where he doesn't seem like he's just being Ryan Reynolds. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm sold on. on the whole.
1: Let's not be too quick here. We've also got X Men Origins Wolverine before <laughs> Deadpool became comic relief. Well, he took that pretty damn seriously. Jeez. You know, remember that one scene with Will I Am in it? Yeah. Those two were electric. <laughs> Talk about an on screen duo. What Dynamite.
0: about. Oh, fuck. What was it? Blade Trinity.
1: Bla- sorry, Blade uh. Trinity. Triple H is in that movie and he talks about getting arse raped. That gets a thumbs up from me. He's
2: like, he has. He's, the films he's been in are. Probably terrible.
0: Like the if prop- you put hey, them all hey, together. Alex Jones. Take that back because the proposal is a quality movie. Is that the Sandra- one where Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Canadian. Um, oh, go for Sandra it. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. That like if you if you had to put his stable of films in front of you and like look at that put is a bad. His that is a bad like DVD collection. That is a. That, he that doesn't I'm, look great. I'm
1: looking now, and there are some absolutely atrocious movies here but like that having really been atrocious said, is a, there's
2: a fly on my microphone that having been said <laughs> i love ryan reynolds i will literally watch anything with him in i, I just yeah i'm just into it into it
1: okay i've got a uh, i've i've seen a, a ryan reynolds performance in a movie that i unironically like well it's not he's not actually the it's he's the knock he's the drama in an otherwise fairly can i guess film. yeah
2: uh burning is it burning aces is that what it's called? No, you're thinking of smoking oh, aces. Smoking which is actually smoke
1: kind of a banger, low key.
0: Smoking aces That's good quality, yeah. And he's um, he's
2: quite dramatic in that. He's not like
1: doing it for laughs, if I remember
0: rightly. He's he's and like the like CIA, CIA dude or the FBI dude or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 Uh
1: the one I was thinking of was Drumbert Adventureland with Jesse Eisenberg, where oh, he yeah. like he? works at the theme park. Yeah, it's a great I, I mean, spoiler alert, but Ryan Reynolds is Christian Stewart's secret older boyfriend. Oh yes. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. that's a good
2: movie if you don't like Kristen Stewart go and watch because a lot of people don't a lot of people think she's like Twilight Girl watch that movie and tell me you don't like her anymore that made me like fall in love with Kristen Stewart yeah
0: but yeah. but like you, you can have an like fucking hell man you you could watch someone back then and like them but you can't say like oh I still like them because they've become shit I watched a, over Christmas there was a on Sky TV there was a lesbian Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart and it. it was terrible <laughs> Absolutely terrible. It, was it the Paris. problem you had there was season? Yes. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Okay. And it was terrible. What? Now, I agree with you. She she has her merits and she's had some decent films, but you, you can't do that. It's like. She's the only good it, thing it, in that. It, rubbish it's, like, it's like Robert remake. De Niro doing bad grandpa. What? Like, you know. It's like, yeah. fucking, you're, you're a far way away from fucking Raging Bull and Goodfellas and Casino, my friend, and, and Heat, you know? Like, come on.
2: But to be fair oh, to her, that like she's that they they kind of had their heyday. If it's almost like she made a few movies, she's got younger massive than through... me. Exactly, like so they had their heyday and they made some bangers, and then we saw them when they were much older, and they had all these bangers. She was much oh, you say younger like when mirror. she okay, made yeah, Twilight, yeah. and it was almost yeah. like everyone. And then it was like, oh, she's the Twilight girl, the worst films ever made, where <laughs> she's just like Oh she does is do this.
1: To be fair, in some respects, she was. I'm looking, her, I'm, I'm, I'm cheating because I've got the filmography in front of me. But she was unlucky to be the Twilight Girl in some respects because she'd already been in Panic Room, Panic Room and, yeah. and Zathura and films like that. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and Jumper. Do you remember Jumper? Oh, oh yeah. Jumper? yeah. Jumper was great. Jumper was yeah. all right. But you know what? Like, you could say what you want about um, the, the Twilight films, but it made her a shit ton of cash, right? Probably to the point where she doesn't care. She doesn't care about anything anymore. She's set for life. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I think she's, from what I can gather, from like the little bits I do follow about film industry stuff, I think she's trying to do kind of a bit of a Rob Pattinson in that she's doing interesting stuff now. She's doing indie films. She's working. With, I don't know, like, man. That that Christmas show,
0: that Christmas movie. I mean, that, this
1: Christmas thing I, I can't speak to. Oh. And obviously Charlie's Angels is an exception. But a lot of the other stuff, like, again, like uh, some of the names that pop out to me, like a personal shopper, I remember being one. There was one where she was in the army. Um, I'm that's the, I'm not going to be able to find the name now. But How like a did lot of I kind forget of like
2: to mention, and you've just reminded me.
1: Well, like here we go, yeah.
2: Batman. The problems with the production of Batman, and apparently part of it is that Robert Pattinson is horrendous to work with. So I, I, I <laughs> was I'm, that a rumor? We, apparently. Are we... Apparently they, oh, said, wow. apparently, they said I the, the, the film. <coughs> so, okay, my sources might be suspect. I won't tell you where they're from because you'll just get annoyed. But apparently, there are oh, confirmed... Oh, okay, I know, I know exactly
0: confirmers. where this is from. I Confir- know <laughs> exactly where then, it's they're from.
2: Not, they're, they're, con- they're, not con- they're not even confirmed rumours, they're just rumours. But the rumours are that... Um, it's the quartering making
0: shit up okay that's pa- what it Pattinson is is it the quartering it
2: is the quartering Pattinson oh, is apparently yes Pattinson is apparently horrendous to work with um that the execs saw the film and were like what have you done and sent it back for loads of reshoots but the problem is apparently if you believe the rumors um the reshoots would end up making the film the most expensive movie ever made because they needed to reshoot so much apparently just make another work movie. out Pattinson wouldn't work out for the role, so he wouldn't do anything to look like Batman. Apparently, he doesn't, he looks rubbish in this. Like, the rumors are like a bit much, but epic issues, if you believe some of the sources, which epic did not Epic if
0: you believe The Quartering. Uh, <laughs> well, his,
1: whatever his sources are. I've just gone to it. find his. Uh, oh, fuck, he's gone down the rabbit hole. YouTube <laughs> we rabbit were talking <laughs> about Christian Stewart here, fellas. We can get back to it. I just want to say that The Quartering has made six videos in the last three hours. About Batman. In the last three. No, he uh, no, I think he, uplo- he uploaded. Get this. Like he's he's made, hours. in the last six out of three hours, he's made a video about Ethan Klein, a video about oh, Battlefield, right. a video about Review Tech USA, a video about Elden Ring, a video about EA's source code stuff getting leaked, yeah. and a video about uh, Scooby Doo's Velma getting race swapped to now be Asian. That's yeah. the problem.
2: We, we, don't, we don't churn the content like that. He, he's playing
0: problem. the algorithm game like to a T. And that's why he can say whatever he says. Don't let's not not
2: get off track here, boys. Because I said that this film was going to be trash, and it was going to be one of the (laughs) worst, like awful. And you were you were like, no, what are you talking about? I I,
0: I still disagree (laughs) with you. Yeah. If if the
1: if the Batman ends up being even disappointing, like and like below par, uh, Jonesy, you're the first person I'm going to come to and be like, you know what? Fair play, you called it. You're on the record (laughs) of that.
0: Yeah.
2: But my sort, like I said, my sources aren't great. So let's not, uh, let's not.
0: I mean, that's a know, fucking understatement, but yeah. Note anyway. it down
2: Yeah, but All right, Look. Anyway. Well,
0: let's move on, fellas. Sable, a game, I don't know, has a release date uh, September 23rd. Then the art style us, looked really nice. Well, what this, was I'm Sable? Not. I don't even, I didn't see it. Sable I was. I think the, you'd recognize it if you saw
1: it just on the yeah. art style. It was interesting. I, I will do it. Okay. They, they had the would, singer. They had G- G- Japanese G- breakfast Tokyo hotel loon to to ja, Chinese
0: Ch- Chinese takeaway I don't know who it
2: was it
1: sounded
0: Chinese cool Chinese takeaway Chinese but takeaway oh, that is a nice they style. had all the
2: sable footage playing in the background and it had like a cell shaded almost like uh, like Inky penned outline yeah. with a sort of sci-fi thing going. It looked cool. It looked pretty nice. I
1: really want inky pens. To inky be a pen. new inky <laughs> adjective. What'd you call? World? I
2: couldn't think of what it's called. Would you call it with like a, it's an editing, thing, you know, filter thing where you have the edges get? Um, oh, posterized. Posterized. No, it's not posterized, is it? It's find where the edges, edges of the thing get like. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. It's probably that. Roughen
1: edges. Maybe it's rougher. I can't remember. But. <laughs> no, roughen edges. It's, what, it's, don't uh, you not know, fuck with roughen edges. It's find edges, <laughs> where it tries to
0: find the outline of the thing.
2: What's the Keanu Reeves film that we've mentioned before? on the
1: Scanner darkly.
0: darkly.
2: Scanner Darkly, where it's got the darkened edges to everything like that. But That's such a such illuminated, illuminated yeah.
0: thing. But it looks like nice, Sable look really cool. oh, Sable looks cool. There we go. Does Sable does looks look cool. Nice. Uh, Among Us is still a thing, and it's getting new modes and roles and maps and visors, and people are still playing it, so fair play. Um, moving Com- on. Comments on that
2: about it disappearing uh, have not aged well that game is not going anywhere. Fair longevity, day. my
0: friend. Look, it's a fun game. It, yeah. it like, it does what it does very well, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's not a bad game. Just, no, not at all. just you know. Sometimes you have got to move on, and move on, Michelle, mm. to salt like bread. Yeah, like
1: does what it does very well. Like it's fine. Like yeah, there's nothing it's bread. Right.
0: Just slice it, you bitch. All right. Oh,
2: can I give you a little tidbit that I meant that I tweeted in the week uh, about, uh, about bread among
0: us. Okay, About yeah. Among Us. Jose and is and bread.
2: It's bringing together Among Us and bread in a glorious uh, uh, synthesis. Um, a chicken McNugget, which are breaded, uh, the, in the shape of the Among Us guy, sold on eBay for
1: $100,000. Yeah, I saw that one. Insane. It was. E- I think it was even more internetified than that because wasn't it also from the BTS meal at McDonald's? It oh was from God. the BTS Jeez. meal. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Oh, dear. Yeah. God. I I keep saying I was saying because the on a, one of our WhatsApp groups that we're in the guys were talking about um some very expensive cans of Dr Pepper and I, <laughs> uh, between like Pokemon cards and chicken nuggets and NFTs how many get rich quick schemes are we going to miss out on yeah. this calendar year alone? <laughs> Yeah, like how are we still them. poor We, we should have, when a chicken them. nugget is worth We should have been
0: in, on fucking ground floor in the GameStop shit, but whatever yeah we should have we should have anyway fellas what about could I interest you in a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary called Salt and Sacrifice coming out in 2022 no okay how about a new look at Solar Ash
2: <laughs> Solar Ash that looked like a massive rip off of um oh fucking hell what's it called what Solar Ash of Journey yeah, no no <laughs> No, what's the uh, uh, the one where you fight the big colossus? Colossus. Shadow and of you, the gl- colossus. Shadow of the colossus, where you're climbing along the big thing, stabbing it in the yes. back, and then, uh, I yeah. mean, as we all know, rip, rip from off, now until um, the end of
1: time, it would be illegal to fight bosses bigger than you. Yeah.
2: No, it was the way that you had to like dart around the back, hit a certain point, and then dart back and hit a point, and then stab it to finish it off. It just, there was just a weird thing that I got, where it like looked just like.
1: Well, okay, whatever.
2: Fair enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, was, I didn't read feed I didn't. Well, no, I wasn't trying to mug you off. I was just
0: making a Mugged joke. me
1: off. Yeah, c- no, consider yourself on. mugged,
0: mate. Uh, okay, then the streets. No, not the band. The streets <laughs> are coming to escape from Tarkov. What does this mean? You weren't meant to read that. What does this mean? Are they just adding this streets to the game? The, the, no, the, the map
1: of Escape from Tarkov is being expanded to an area that was described as the streets of Tarkov, but it's just kind of like a more residential, building-y kind of area. A little bit more built up, less forests, more bricks. <laughs> so This is a game I that I
2: always, every time I see it, I'm like, I want to play this. But I know, I I'd, think, I know I'd suck.
1: I, I think you should have played something like this. Instead of, do you remember when you went and reinstalled Armour 3?
2: Oh, yeah. Played I once, think
1: I think, you should have play, I think you should have played something like this because I think you would have got your, your sort of like really intense Milsim-like experience but with something with a bit more structure and purpose. Pro- yeah. That's my hot take. Probably would have been a much better idea.
0: Wow. I, I reckon Jonesy would have got sucked in with all the fucking NFT stuff. Uh, not NFT, the um, uh, crypto stuff in Tarkov.
1: In Is there crypto in Tarkov? Yeah, there's
0: some kind of like implement. I don't know. Doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I don't play the fucking game. Anyway, Two Point Campus, uh, a, a spiritual successor or the follow-up to uh, Two Point Hospital, has been announced for 2022. Guess what? You can create dorm rooms. Okay, Stranger Things, fellas, is coming to Smite. Oh my god. Okay, Left for Dead style co-op shooter named the <laughs> Anarchus has been announced, and Jonesy absolutely fucking hates it. Let's let's talk about that one. I like the way you just uh, jumped
2: over the others because you wanted to talk about this I, as well. That's what made me laugh because in the in your notes I see you put Jonesy hates it. <laughs> yeah, because it was trash. It the the enemy type like mob uh, bodies, whatever you call them, looked crap. They looked like some. They look like the weird aliens from the Attack the Block, like just people in black suits with like crazy
0: spiky <laughs> hair coming at the back.
1: I'm, and- I'm going to I'm gonna watch this trailer in the background while you describe this just so it's- I get the complete okay, well, let's experience and remind myself. Let,
0: let's kind of break it down. It's a Left 4 Dead style co-op shooter, but whereas Left 4 Dead is maybe more grounded and gritty, this is like quite shiny and futuristic and space-like uh it definitely has a, definitely has an aesthetic that follows kind of we happy few even even death loop so you you can kind of understand what it is trying to go for um and but yeah, the way I mean, they
2: set this up I don't know maybe maybe it's just me but like the way they even said like oh you're trapped at the edge of uh, the a galaxy or whatever I can't remember the universe uh, you're trying to get back and I was thinking oh wow they've gone super like star trekky star trek voyager kind of oh you're trying to get home and aliens and da da da, da. then you cut to that actual gameplay footage and it looked super star trekky like old school star trek yeah. with um oh, like gone. very blocky colors uh not not like the not maybe like that specifically the gorn, but the 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 ship and the guns and everything looked very star trekky yeah then you see the aliens that you're fighting and i was like is this like a stand-in is this like alpha footage where they've just put in these weird (laughs) black suit people with like janky heads coming at you like this it would
0: be yeah it would have been it would have been cool if they came at you in t poses.
2: <laughs> you then have the compulsory, oh, can you, can you, allow you're having fun while you're playing the game voiceover from the people? Like, oh, what are we going to call this type of enemy? Should we call them, uh, heavies or should we call them, um, uh, <laughs> brutes or should we call, you know, like, oh, this is not what people talk like when they're playing this sort of game. And it, it was just a bit of a bizarre kind of thing. And yeah, it, it made me not want to play this at all. And yes, it looked janky.
0: And yes, Alex Jones, the person who was involved in it, did, uh, Jamie, did he write it or? It, what was his involvement
1: uh, I, I, well, in in the Anaconda specifically?
0: Yes, because it's Chet check
1: Oh, yes, uh, of I, I don't Valve know.
0: and Half Life fame. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know what his involvement is specifically in terms of what a role, yeah, what his role he in is, this game is because he is a writer, right? So yes, he's a writer by trade. He was a writer on. Half-Life 2 episodes 1 and 2 on the first portal, yeah. on both Left 4 Dead games, the second portal, and apparently even Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I don't know what writing that. Oh, interesting. Yet. He was also involved he, he in Valve's to... work on
0: virtual reality with the Vive. Yes. Weird.
1: He was a he ran a website with Eric Wolpar,
0: Yes. The other yeah. guy
1: who was a Valve writer and still is. He came back to do help with Half-Life and stuff. Weird. So yeah, but uh, I will just say I've rewatched the trailer and get ready for this, folks. Uh, the uh, you, my, I think Jonesy's right. Uh, oh, like, that's not something uh, you get every week. <laughs> no, I, I think that there are some cool elements in terms of the art style and some of the like the level design. The aesthetic kind of matches, and so and I think some of the like the detail on the character models and the weapon models is actually okay. But the thing that is glaringly bad about it, to my eye at least. Is the enemies, both in terms of the enemy variety and just the way they're animated. Um, the way the hordes move doesn't look right. They almost look like they kind of like stop and to a standstill when they get too close to the uh, <laughs> a human player and they don't quite know what to do. They've got a weird <coughs> sort of like, you know, when there's a slight sort of like janky transition between something dying and something going into a ragdoll. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything about the way they're. I recommend anyone who wants to sort of like put some images to these ideas go and check out the trailer. Uh, but it just doesn't quite look right, um, which is a shame. Because actually, is it a shame? Do we need more Left for Dead likes? I feel like everyone's making Left for Dead likes. Yeah, we don't need. Any I don't more. know. Like the people who made Left for Dead are making Left for Dead likes, and now the person who <laughs> wrote Left for Dead is making a Left for Dead like. Yeah, like I don't know.
0: Hey, try not yep. to be cynical, but we'll see. Auto Chess, it's the, it's the, new, the new thing, yeah? <laughs> anyway, Cock Media announced a new publishing label. That's right, we've gotten to the point where in a kickoff commencement conference to E3, or the, the period around E3, it's come down to the fact that we are now announcing publishing labels. So this one, yeah, this you know, cool. This one is called Prime Matter, and they've got 12 games coming up including the likes of payday three a new Gungrave title and a new painkiller game um okay then this is this is
1: something i will just say i think we're going to see more of um tomorrow night Uh, the night as as this is being uploaded basically as you're listening to yeah because cock media had their own thing right basically yeah cock media announced their own thing and then deep silver who are the people who have the kind of, that's the home front Dead Island Saints yeah. Row Time Splitters people, they basically came out and said, hey, none of our cool stuff is going to be there. <laughs> so basically the only things left were things like Payday and Kingdom Come, if you remember that sort of like medieval-ish oh, kind yeah. of game. Um, which So Kingdom Come was a part of this weird sizzle reel, but I don't think they've actually announced a new game, as is the case with Payday 3. But then even Payday 3... Seem to just be like an image, and they said the words "Payday 3. I don't know. No, didn't they this had a
2: few. They had some like uh, Payday Three is the one with the clown masks, and yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, they yes. had. They had. A, they had some CGI stuff where someone they were like standing around together, and they like put a mask down on a table or something. But there wasn't. Yeah, you're right. There was bare, there wasn't much. But really
1: I, th- sure I think there at there the moment is literally just like there's a picture or two. Of like people right. standing around in masks. That's mad. But yes, I, I, okay. I think I mean, by the time mean. this podcast is out, I think we'll know more about that stuff. I think that's what Koch the Koch Prime Time is is about,
0: which it, yeah Yes so is, is that how we're pronouncing
1: uh, that name. Is now? it not
2: Koch? Is it not Koch? Like,
0: I, I would have thought Coke I would have, have thought if it's like German then it's Koch.
2: But you know like the Koch, Koch, the Koch, Koch. brothers in a, in the, the hasn't one of them died, like the billionaires? Isn't isn't that how they spell their name? K O I don't know I don't Co-
0: know or Anyway fellas Moving Cobus. on Blood Hunt Has been announced A battle royale game Set in the Vampire the Masquerade Universe And it comes out This year Now This sounds interesting Like in, in a battle royale sense Like some of the stuff They showed Seemed like it might be cool But Could be cool But then again They also Haven't finished The other game That they're working on <laughs> No In fact didn't, didn't they just push it Didn't they like Push it indefinitely
2: yeah, something like that. They said oh, we don't know when,
1: but it's coming. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it, it's a
0: bit odd. It's almost like fucking Cliff Buzinski's like, oh yeah, we're making a game. No, we're not making a game. We're making a Battle Royale. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Radical Rise? That. that was radical.
1: Yeah, with the BMXs.
0: Yeah. That was a weird time. Radical. Yeah. Anyway. I don't
1: know. I, it, this is strange, but yes.
0: Then there was <laughs> uh, Vampires. Then there was a Tales of Arise trailer. I don't care. Fast and the Furious Vehicles head back to Rocket League next week. Okay. That game company, Sky. Children of Light launching on Switch this month, which is pretty cool. Also means that they're not going to announce it, hopefully, at Nintendo's conference. <laughs> more space st- for more interesting stuff to, to talk about. Now.
1: You're you're just looking at the runtime of Nintendo's direct, and you're like, well, that's one less game and you're just <laughs> exactly. more time for Breath of the Wild, too. Yeah,
0: exactly, Betty. All right. Uh actually. Yeah.
1: I'm going to ask up front now, Chris, because I don't think I did it last week in our kind of like previous predictions. Mm. Or maybe we did. I'm, I'm just forgetting. Do you think we see Breath of the Wild 2
0: this week? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I do. That's it. That's what I wanted to ask. Booyah. Overwatch 2. Jonesy's thinking about, he's thinking it. about it. He's thinking yeah, because, it. I love it. Jonesy loves a fucking argument. That's why. So, <laughs> no, I'm so saying,
2: when just, Jonesy goes like this. There's a weird thing with Nintendo that they never do what you think they're going to do. Like they, mm. they seem to be oblivious to end any, to anything outside of Nintendo. Well, you, you know what? You just, know what
0: I love was all those fucking. What was it? Uh, what was the publication? TechCrunch, probably not. But it was like, oh yeah, the Switch Pro is going to be announced before E3, like two, three weeks before yeah. E3. It's going to be announced this week. Oh no, it wasn't announced last week. It's going to be announced this week. <laughs> oh no, well, there's there's only one week left to E3, and it's got to be announced this week. Some Where is some it? Some pretty high-profile names made that
1: cool and yeah. were completely wrong. Yeah. Do you know what else I heard this past week? And again, take this with a pinch of salt. Confirm rumour, whatever you want to call mm. it. Some guys out there saying that... And a, and a fairly, like... A guy who knows his shit says that the Metroid Prime trilogy, or whatever it ends up being, is done... Has been done for a long time, but Nintendo just aren't going to put it out until it makes sense to put it out. And with all the stuff going on right now with Zelda and so on and so forth, and how far away Metro Prime is, Metro Prime Four is, I should say, there's just no point in putting out re-releases of those games. But they've got it when they need it. Yeah, basically. because they're, they're not still selling Animal all. Crossing and Mario Kart. They, well, like they—they yeah. d- they are literally. I think they do whatever they want. And if you try and
2: guess what they're going to do, I think it—you it, just get it wrong because you're tr- you're basing it on like other stuff and logic and da 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 da, And they're like, I wonder
0: if it's even more vindictive than that. I wonder if it's a case of, they read all these rumours and they're like, well, you know what, motherfuckers? We were going to announce it. But now, egg on your face, because we're not going to announce it. Go fuck yourselves. That would still mean that Nintendo were reacting
2: to other people outside of Nintendo. And I don't think they do that at all. I think they are
0: beholden to themselves only. You would think they are like, uh, fucking... What are they in the Marvel Universe? Observers. And they're just like completely detached (laughs) from humanity and just going about their own business.
1: I like that. You cannot cannot figure out what they're going to do. Maybe. Do you remember when Quentin Tarantino tried to do that in the script for the Hateful Eight leaks? He was like, well, I'm not going to make it. You've all read it already. And then he did it like a stage play with all the actors who would eventually in the movie. And he was like, fine, I'll (laughs) make it.
0: (laughs) That, yeah. Weird dude, oh, man. Weird, very weird dude. Anyway, moving. He's str- the
2: he's the Kojima of movies, isn't he? Hang on, yeah. uh, watch your tongue.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. Careful. All right, before 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 fight breaks out, let's talk about Overwatch two, because it's new game yes. director. Because there's no more. My name is Jeff. Uh, the new game director <laughs> showed off Baptiste and Sombras' new looks. Stop the presses. World exclusive. Uh, and in a separate kind of instance, just wanted to let you know. Overwatch 2 is getting cross-play, but for some reason, potentially not cross-progression. It's a little bit strange, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Overwatch 2 is a thing that we still have no idea why it exists. It exists.
2: Oh, mate, yeah. it's because it's gone 5v5. Oh, yeah,
0: that's, oh, that's, that's, that's why. it. Yeah, that's it. Fuck tanks. Big change. Big change.
1: I also felt really sorry for this director because, like, all the important people like Jeff Goldblum and Ryan Reynolds and Giancarlo Esposito just like called in. Like, they were just on their phones. (laughs) This dude fucking showed up, was stood there with Jeff in person, and Jeff was like, What do you got for me? He was like, I can show you two skins and then left. There was like, a weird section as well where you know you
2: know where you say goodbye to someone and then they say goodbye to you and then you're like you say goodbye again and you're like oh shit I already said goodbye now I've said goodbye to many yeah. times. I thought there was a set like for a minute that he was like he says oh thanks Jeff bye and then he's like oh yeah thanks bye I thought the guy was gonna go thanks Jeff <laughs> it would have been this oh, really the weird w- the worst thing with kind of those moment. is
0: when when someone says uh, hi how are you and you say I'm fine thanks and how are you and then there's say I'm good thanks how are you. <laughs> Is and that, you guys
1: don't know whether to respond yeah. again. Yeah. Or or when you're when your waiter or waitress brings you your food and they say, enjoy your food, and you say, You too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: did you did you guys from these skins? Like they, they looked fu- they looked totally Overwatch. It was fine. I just I got some weird like Fortnite and Apex vibes. Or maybe it's how they just shot it, how they filmed it, the fact that it was just oh, all wow. white. But it didn't it didn't feel as overwatchy as I may. You know, as I was, I haven't played Overwatch for a decent while now. Or maybe Maybe it's I've just seen too much.
0: Maybe it's the inverse. Maybe those other games are influenced too much by Overwatch. Yeah,
2: yeah, very possible. But I will be honest
0: with you, Alex Jones. Anytime anything Overwatch Two related, I just kind of gloss over, stare at my balls, which is weird. Weird weird game.
2: Overwatch was such a good game, and I really enjoyed that for a long time. And but I just don't give a shit about Overwatch (laughs) Two at all which is odd like why do i not want to know more about it why am i not into it but i think think
0: maybe we were never like that into overwatch to begin with and i wonder if i was super into overwatch for a while i mean in the in a jonesy way not in a real world way and i think i don't (laughs) know what that means i think people know like you get people who are into a game and they'll be like fucking well into a game whereas like you'll enjoy it i'm not saying i'm not trying to discount your enjoyment of it but i wouldn't say that you are part of the fandom.
2: No, no, not okay. like, no, you're right. So I, was never I, I
0: wonder fandom, if no. you speak to someone who's part of the fandom and be like, overwatch two. And then i like, Oh, I can't fucking wait for it. Do you know what I mean? I, I just yeah. don't know. The, I, don't, I, I don't know what the consensus is other than us just ripping the shit out of it.
1: The, 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 there's also an element of this, and this is a really bad analogy. i the to set front, but I'm going to use it anyway. But it's like, overwatch felt like a really solid, like foundation. They added characters, they added maps and stuff like that. It just made sense for what it was. Yeah. Um, like, in a way that, like, reminded me of pizza. Like, pizza's really good, and it's a really good foundation. It's just there, and everyone likes it. If someone came to you and said, I'm going to make pizza too, you'd be like, what do you mean pizza too? And then you'd say, well, this that's one's going to have more meat, and more." And you were like, those are those are toppings. <laughs> that's it's just like, pizza. You don't need, you don't, that's just pizza. I like this synony- like, analogy. There's no such thing I as like pizza the
0: synony-
2: too. Yes, there is, mate. And it sucks. Do you know what it is? Calzone.
0: So overwatch Who two needs is the calzone. Nothing wrong with, with the pizza world. Pizza world. nothing wrong with pizza.
2: Nothing wrong with. no one needs it. No, nothing wrong with. If calzone. you go to a Pizza Hut, if you go to a pizza or a pizza restaurant in general, and you've got ten people there, you're the only one ordering calzone. Like True. if you're the person ordering it, nine it, people are ordering pizza. One person's ordering calzone, and I've watched two is the calzone. Available. Yeah,
1: but the funny thing is, like I'm okay with ordering pizza again. If you're, if you're going to add if this time, it's going to come with garlic bread and, and some wings and stuff like that. Don't try and convince me it's not pizza at the end of the day. Just be happy that uh, I, I am one of the Jamie. people who might be willing to spend £40 pounds again. Jamie, you
0: don't get it. Because I kind of am. Pizza 2 is pizza where the cheese is purple. Purple <laughs> you <know? But> <laughs> cheese out.
1: pizza.
0: I'm out. Yeah. That's
1: like when they made green ketchup. It's just wrong. <laughs> that was, I, that was the, Shre- the Shrek tie in. I thought it was for like. Oh. cancer or something
2: <laughs> what about if it's stuffed crust
1: see stuffed crust overwatch I, 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 it's kind of it's kind of the same deal like when you think about it stuffed crust is you're eating pizza dude but like, you're, some gonna, you're gonna do when I, i'm gonna buy overwatch 2 i'm gonna load it up for the first time uh, i'm gonna be the last person on my team to pick a character because i really i'm not fast enough and to realize there are no supports and i'm gonna be like well i might as well be lucio because I like him, he's cool, and then I'm like, "Hang on a second, like this map was in the first game. I'm playing Overwatch again, <laughs> <laughs> but Lucio's got different clothes. Uh, yeah, th- and also I've got I've got one less person to, to keep alive.
0: Oh well, there's a proper a proper skit in there somewhere, isn't there? Where like someone thinks that they're playing this like amazing thing, they get in there it's like, but it's just Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, fucking off. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fellas. Can I interest you in some Monster Hunter stories too? Wings of Ruin? No? Okay. Uh, Endless Dungeon. You probably don't give a shit about that either, but I will say this confuses me because it's in the whole endless kind of pantheon. You've got Endless Space, uh, Endless Legend, and now Endless Dungeon. But the strange thing is, fellas, this company released a different game called Dungeon of the Endless. What the fuck are they doing? Why are they on drugs? Do you know who else was on drugs? Giancarlo Esposito. Mm. wow I'm blowing it all actually, fucking wide open for you I yes, think you've hit the nail on the that's head right. here, Chris yeah drugs this is
1: actually no this is what Blizzard do to get away with it it's not Overwatch 2 it's Watch of the Over so it's a completely different game <laughs> the the um there is a
2: weird thing that COVID has done to uh stuff in general but like with anything like this right where you have um, Giancarlo rocking <laughs> up is you have millions of people tuning in to watch Jeff Keighley in his lovely pink t-shirt and his suit stand on stage and try, you know, present and try and get everyone hyped up for Summer Game Fest and like the start of E3 and everything. And then you've got some actor sat in his house with his webcam on exactly like we have right now. And he gets this weird juxtaposition between yeah. this big time studio production and this big event and everything. And then some dude who's like rocked up halfway through the day, probably before he goes to take his kids to the swimming pool, and go shopping and he's just, and it was weird, but it is what
1: it is. He he, he had a Peloton bike in the back.
0: Like (laughs) just
1: just a dude. I'd love it if it was one one of those things
0: where it's like the, the BBC interviews early morning where they interview some professor and there's just a fucking dildo stuck on a, (laughs) on on, on like a shelf behind them. But you you do bring up an interesting point. Like I was watching this and I was thinking to myself, why does Jeff always do this? Why Jeff? (laughs) It's like he's making Why does he do what? I don't know. It's just like he has this whole production and they're doing the rehearsals and it's almost like we've kind of spoken about it before in different topics where it's kind of like people who are trying to make a product, but they're kind of they're stuck so much in TV production or stage production that it's like, Oh, we've got to have a stage. Yeah. And you've got to have a stage and you've got to have, you know, (sighs) cut to this and cut to that. And and it's just like I I feel like we've moved on so much and it's not like I'm not saying like oh just do it like we do it with just fucking three webcams you know like because we've had that I think the last Summerfest was technically like that but in terms of stuff like this and the Game Awards and whatever especially when you don't have a live audience when you don't have an event why do it like this like you look at how Nintendo do their directs that's perfectly fine like I, I just I just don't it blows my mind. Like fair, I, I fair think, play yes. to him. Like he's he's kind of he's adamant about it, and he knows what he wants, and he's fucking going for it, and he's trying yeah. to fight, kind of like carve his own niche. And I gotta respect him for that. But at the same time, just like dude, it, it, it's just nonsensical. I think he's just old school. Yeah, I think big he's time. from like the the
1: the G four Spike yeah, TV school yeah. of video game coverage, where like your show is bigger and has more mainstream appeal if you tell people about Weezer before it. You know. <laughs> Like it's not true. We're in an era where games sell themselves. Like the single biggest thing, the only thing that this show will be remembered for, with all due respect to every other game, is the thing we're gonna, you know, talk, be talking about in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but like, Jeff would still rather tell you that Giancarlo Esposito is gonna call in than tell you about, you know, Tales of Arise because that's the school of thinking he's from. I guess yeah. I don't know. But you're I've, right. Uh... Like.
2: Can I have? I have a, 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 I'll have a little bit of insight. So I used to work in. Uh, I used to work for MTV right back in the day. This is going back like about fifteen years or so. And there was a. There was. It was a weird moment in time because it was like when the transition from studio production to kind of like uh and and live studio stuff and pre-recorded edited like not in an editing even in an editing booth but edited like on just a computer um to sort of like more the youtube way that things are done now and there was a stable of people who worked there who were massively against it being pre-recorded and done just edited like um yeah uh on a normal desktop because the problem was was that as soon as you give that ground you, I think you move away from what you do and, and what those people did, which was live TV production. And you end up doing what we have done for like a number of years, which is more like YouTube, pre-production, easier to do. I think it's all about barrier to entry. And the problem if Jeff sits in front of his webcam, which he's done many times, and yeah. we've watched him do, and he had some shots from in this show, is that why are you watching Jeff Keighley um, on a webcam talking about games and show trailers when if you're like a restreamer or whatever, you could almost be bigger than Jeff Keighley's stream. Yeah. By cutting Jeff out, cutting yourself and your mates in, and then cutting to the game trailers, you could effectively do but, without. But you, can, you could do the same thing with this
0: people. one. What I don't understand, and I'm not saying that he has to sit in front of a fucking webcam, but I'm saying But there's like, a big deal. I think a there's a difference. There's a stage.
2: There's a thing going on when it's a production, level of production difference. And you couldn't say, oh, we were just as legit as them.
0: Do you see what I mean? I don't know. What, what was the worst fucking part of this conference? The Jeff sections.
2: I oh, I like Jeff is a bit quirky and he's a little bit much and stuff. I like the Jeff stuff like and, I, I, I,
0: Like I said, Jeff's fine and and I completely respect the dude. But I just okay. I, I'm I'm just nitpicking now. I can I can identify that.
1: Yeah, no, I I you. I think we're all making good points. I just think it's a weird gray area. Like when a dude like this has gone as out of his way as he has to bring back whether it's this or whether it's the game awards to bring back these kind of like pretty old school ideas that he, at the end of the day, organizes and arranges himself. And as a result can, and will put himself front and center. It's just a weird, like it's unlike anything else that anyone does, but But maybe that's why he does it.
0: I don't know. You know, maybe,
1: maybe like some, I remember getting to the point with Ubisoft press conferences back before E3, you know, before E3 changed where Every Just Dance promotion, they bring out you know dancing pandas and ninjas and like. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting to the point where I liked it. I remember watching um, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle being announced with Eve Gimo and Shigeru Miyamoto going back to back with blasters in their arms and just thinking, "Fucking okay, yeah." Like Eve is a character, Ubisoft are characters. This dance shit is stupid. Okay, but I, I'm I'm more. For but let it. me
0: ask you a question. Imagine that exact same conference and remove the audience.
1: Well then that's like saying imagine a TV comedy and remove the laugh track they're all shite. Oh, but this, so this is bad, aren't they? but
0: this is kind of what I'm saying about the show it was like you're doing a show for an audience that's not there and then the audience is just sat on their fucking couch scratching their arses like it it just created this weird fucking thing but that's, for me but anyway
2: that's 99% of the audience anyway these days though, right is is they're sat on their couches it's almost like a bit of a, a <coughs> the fact that the actual audience on there is kind of here or there right
0: I, I tend to disagree but I'm I'm, I you, I, I'm willing to you, move can on. Can I tell you, Can
1: I tell you something Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm I was a film student. I left school wanting to make films. I went to college to learn filmmaking. I joined the company where I met you guys with a precision with a proficiency in or a pretend proficiency in <laughs> filming stuff and editing stuff and so on and so forth. I would rather watch the game awards over the Oscars. On any night of any week, oh yeah, any I mean I, I agree year.
0: with you on that one for sure. All right, so Jeff's doing something right. Anyway, grump, grumpy Chris is moving on uh, <laughs> because the dudes that made Call of Duty Zombies at Treyarch have announced a new game studio, fellas. So first we had a game publisher being announced, now we had a game studio being announced, and this game studio is called Decorators Games. <laughs> Huh? Well, um, not, not not quite. De-
1: de- Close. Decorators. I think you've got a bit of autocorrect going on there, Chris. A bit of mental
0: autocorrect. Oh, fuck, it was deviation games, wasn't it? I, I was kind of confused because, I mean, quite clearly two decorators came out and, you know, they, they, they had some merch on. Painter decorators, please, Chris. Painter don't, decorators, don't. yeah. I don't know. It was, don't slight their craft. <laughs> I mean, fair play to them. You know, Call of Duty Zombies is a fucking massive thing, and, and they obviously know what they're doing. But it just it was like two British blokes coming on stage and be like, yeah, like deviation games. Like the, it was funny because this was not long.
1: Uh, like This was when all three of us were watching at the same time and kind of we, – we, we didn't spend too much of our, our, our WhatsApp session poking fun at the whole show. Yeah. But this was where things got particularly weird, right? <laughs> you like, this time. was where things got off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, we're announcing developers, two British dudes are standing around using, like, weird analogy, Not quite cockney rhyming slang, but they're saying weird things like, to describe Oh, I've known the guy's donkey ears, and, you know, like... Yeah. Donkey, donkey ears. years. Like, donkey years. We're going to make these donkeys games years, yeah. great soup to nuts and weird <laughs> shit like that. Like, like. But also, like talking about the fact that they clearly don't have a game, nothing's in development. They're really just there because they want to advertise the fact that they're hiring, which they did by showing pictures of them like
0: pointing like, at like, the merchandise,
1: up, and, pointing at the t-shirts, and then the famous escalator shot that I really <laughs> hope someone picks up and turns into a meme somehow. But the best thing, okay, the best thing about this, like
2: I. I don't want to be a dick about this because I've been, I've worked for companies like this. We've done stuff like this, like where you do the, the, oh, isn't this funny? You know, we've had bosses who talk about the company you work for and they kind of try and frame it and they kind of like big things up and talk about how great they are and stuff. I get all of that. I yeah, get the corporate yeah, speak. I I, it has a place. All of that having been said, it is hilarious to watch something like this and hear two blokes stand on stage and go, we're not just making games. We're deviators. We're weird and wacky. And you're like, dude, you're on a stage with Jeff Keeley wearing t-shirts that say "deviation." It's it's like people with t-shirts that say "punk," like doing completely normal everyday things. And you're like, you're not being very punk. Like, what sort of deviator are you if you're on Summer Game Fest to go? We've started a new company, and we're we're good friends. We are, and it's it's just a little bit cringe. But for like I'm not trying hey, to take oh, anything yeah, away I'm from.
1: No. The, I'm sure they're super talented dudes. I'm sure they're going to make great things, and I'm more, I'm very happy for them to get to like what they were, I guess, sort of announcing that they're working with and collaborating with PlayStation. That's awesome, but at the same time, like, what a weird thing! Like towards the back end, like towards the business end of a game-heavy E3 opener, we're announcing the cre- we're, we're announcing the launch of a company that aren't making a game with these two British <laughs> dudes. We we're just like we're Jeff, best mates. Jeff
2: tried to sit in at one point. And was like, "Can you tell us anything about what you might be working on?" And they're like, "Well, we are deviators, and whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. we make is going to be wacky and don't crazy." Get me wrong. He, he,
1: he did that with Hideo Kojima, but Hideo Kojima is allowed to come onto a show like this and not have a game to show because yes. he's Hideo Kojima, yes, he has a track the,
2: record and a pedigree. The,
1: the decorators. <laughs> It it, may,
2: it begs the question, so This is I think I have a little conspiracy theory that they were supposed to have something, which is so there was a slot for them to be there to talk about or to allude to something. But for whatever reason, it was decided that there wasn't a point at which they could talk about something. So they said, well, we can't talk about that. Okay, you've got anything else to talk about? No, we haven't. Well, we've got a slot for you in the show now. And if we don't put you in, it messes up. Oh my God. So I, they can, were like, I yeah, can just, just imagine
0: that right now, like a sweaty Jeff Keeley wearing a wife beater. <laughs> Is holding his belt in a loop. <laughs> He's like hitting his production assistant. Like, what do you mean? They should have come with the trailer. What the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. But they, we did have a little
2: treat before the show, which was we went to their website because they are wacky deviators.
1: We're just making a sound like bullies now.
2: <laughs> no, because this is not bullying at all.
1: <laughs> because they're not going to hear this. so It doesn't matter. They might. But- on
0: their we're never going to work at Deviation Games, I'll say that much. We're,
2: but I, I wouldn't mind working there. I bet it's a great company. I bet there'll be a cool company. It sounds. I'm sure it'll be a fun to work there. But if you're going to go onto a stage and say how crazy and, and, you know, oh, we're insane. And then your website has got you and your team, and the insane things you do is wear big glasses and a feather boa in your Deviant capacity. I'm like, okay.
0: You're just, we've been like you're we've been goofy. There, I'm not, I'm just not, just be- call
2: calling just call yourself Goofy Games. It's more accurate. I have been on a website for a company, and like you know, oh, do a pose for this thing, and it's it's you know, it is what it is. We all do it. Yeah, you don't know want to do it, and but then your boss
0: tells you you have to do it. So it's like okay,
2: they seem fine. Wow. I'm sure they'll make cool games in the future. Can, can, I, so can cool. I give you? Zombies a, is a wicked. Quote. I love zombies. So there
1: you go. Do you want a quote from the PlayStation blog that one oh of the gosh. co-founders of Deviation Games has uh, has written? Mm. Yeah. Another way of saying deviator is <laughs> renaissance mindset. <laughs> Deviators are not only passionate about their own discipline, but they love others too. We believe that is what is unique and special about us. Like, it's just weird when you've got so <coughs> much to talk about in terms of actual games that you're writing blog posts talking about your renaissance mindset that you're bringing to game development. But, you but not, on, the on the other side- hand... I would say that PlayStation have tweeted this out. The pl- announcement that they are working to develop a new IP has got over 200,000 views, and they have shot up to 16K followers on uh, on Twitter. So, again, PlayStation fans are listening. Cool things could come from this, and they, we might have to.
2: They're going to make something know. cool. Like They're working with PlayStation. They have got. They have made cool stuff in the past. Like They're hiring all this year, and they're getting a good team behind them. It's going to be cool, but... That doesn't mean we can't laugh at the fact that exactly. we're a little bit too so kind of I can overstated tell you, and how wacky and crazy they are. I can
0: tell you the teams behind some of our favorite games are probably the fucking weirdest people, a collection of people, or the goofiest oh, collection God. of people, or the most deviant collection of people that you'd ever imagine. But yeah, the, the products speak for themselves. The what, only what reason is, we're laughing about it
2: anyway is because they had no game. Because if they had a game to show, we
0: wouldn't. We'd just be saying. And because oh, they came out like fucking only again. fools and horses. <laughs> All right, Jamie, what were <laughs> you going to well,
1: say? Well, it's funny that you mentioned the only fools and horses reference. I, I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm inside the matrix now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But so they tweeted over 10k followers in just a couple of hours. Thanks for the support. They linked in on, on that tweet to a video uploaded five hours ago on their YouTube five channel, the only ago. video on their YouTube channel called "Ode to Joy." Yeah. And it's like, it's a weird montage of them, like, there's one scene very early on where um, one of them is pretending to get a tattoo of the Deviation Games logo on his arm, but like, they've, you know when you try and like, track something in After Effects? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's just a, a not particularly well done one of those that doesn't look good at all. Then it's like... Brilliant there's like doing a photo shoot in a pub and like one of them is pretending to hit the other one over the other head, head with a chair. And then you mentioned Only Fools and Horses. There's a bit where, again, it might be for the video. I don't know why. They're in a pub. They've both got a pint of beer. They cheers each other and they turn around. There's a framed painting of Winston Churchill and they go, cheers, Winston. Like, what is this? What? I just, like. It's not that crazy, but it's just, I feel like this whole thing, I don't know why. This is Belfry again. This is another (laughs) Belfry. Like, why is this
0: interesting? Why are we talking about this? Why is this so confusing and yet normal at the same time? Hey, this is the reason that at least under a thousand people watch our podcast each week on YouTube.
1: (laughs) It takes a unique set of minds to get confused and bogged down in the announcement of a game studio to the point we'll be we talking about it more than any other game in this entire podcast yeah. so yeah. it was kind of weird you know what, you're right.
2: it would be, you know it would be you know what, it's like going on a date right you go on a date and the girl's wearing a shirt that says crazy bitch and you're like <laughs> oh what, why are you a crazy bitch will make sure you're crazy bitch. She's like um i don't know i like i like reading and uh watching netflix and uh eating at mcdonald's and you're like doesn't sound particularly crazy and she's like oh i am <laughs> you're like, oh Okay,
0: yeah. I'm crazy. Well, I, I'm crazy. Take my word for it. it what, what's, what's, Jonesy, what's, what's the
2: what's the, what's the saying? Um, methinks the lady does protest too much. Like you can say something again and again and again, but it doesn't. It doesn't make what you're saying. Here's another. Here's true. a better
1: question though, Jonesy. What if you go on a first date with a girl and she arrives wearing a t-shirt that says "Ask me about my Renaissance mindset"?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same thing. Like, uh, what's your uh, relationship okay. mindset? I'm at video games. Oh, like what sort of, vid- like crazy out there video? Uh, just normal video games. Um,
1: okay. I was in a video ah. where I pretended to get okay. a tattoo. <laughs> I would never get a real one though.
0: Yeah, okay. because no, I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> it's just, I'm a We're just having fun
2: with it. I'm sure they're a lovely bunch of guys and they're going to make some great games. But it, hey, we're having fun because they didn't announce any games. So we're stretching it out and we're talking about them. So yeah. go check out Deviant Games, or Deviation Deviation, not Deviant. Oh, also one of my things I have to point out that I did say before the pod, one of my favourite things is in there, and I again, I've worked for companies that have done this sort of stuff. I totally get it. In their logo, Deviation Games, the eyes are deviated from being straight.
1: That is. They're a- also deviated from the color of the rest of the word, which De- makes the logo kind on. of like dev at on. But-, <laughs> but that's wonk. You know, there's a wonk there. Take from so that. What you want. That's a, that sounds like something you're not allowed to say anymore. When you when you say it, like yeah, that. it's a
2: bit
0: wonky. Just like, no, but, no, but you, wonky. if you say wonky, I know you it sounds fine. But if you say wonk,
1: okay. Yeah, let's not. Let's move I on. I feel like let's that move on. Feels weird. Let's not don't say that word out. anymore. Just move can on. I on. Throw, can I throw a tweet in Joe's direction though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we get back on track, <coughs> uh, just this popped up in my feed from an hour ago. Downloaded Escape from Tarkov for the first time in years after today's trailer. Fired up. Walked for forty-five seconds. Stepped on a landmine. Died. Uninstalled. We'll check back <laughs> in some time in twenty twenty-four.
2: I don't really even know what tar- like. I just know from Escape from Tarkov that it's an insanely realistic, like. A uh, multiplayer military game, but I don't know anything else about it. But that doesn't make
1: me want to play it. Yeah, man. Imagine if we were like some like. Imagine if this was full time and we could have a conversation like this, and it would just be like, right tomorrow we're launching a new show with like Escape from Stevenage, and it's just Jonesy <laughs> learning to play Escape from Tarkov.
0: Yeah, well, and that's just that, that's, that's the dream, right? Yeah. That's the fucking I've, giant yeah. bomb, giant fucking... b- giant bomb. If you're listening, <laughs> yeah, you've got lots of money. We got lots of ideas. <laughs> let's, you know, let's. Anyway, let's let's work together. Sorry for anyway. Sorry, sorry for that deviation, Chris. Wow, it's all right. You know what? Uh, one day I'll be back, back for blood. That's right. The world's worst segue taking us to back for blood, which surprise, surprise, is a Left for Dead esque title coming from Warner Brothers. Oh yeah. Uh, we have played this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jonesy is like meh Whatever. I think you enjoyed playing it as well. Jamie, I think it's fair to say I had a very
1: good time playing with you guys, and I, I would like to do some multiplayer of this when it comes
0: out. One hundred percent. Like for for me, it's potentially even a day one purchase if everyone's on board. Because yeah, I had a really good time with it. See, and
1: see how many see how many codes that there are to ooh, to go around. I don't know
0: four maybe. Just say who's <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-huh. counting. But yeah, it looks cool. Nothing, nothing mind blowing. Like obviously, Jeff tried his best to kind of hype it up. Like oh. The first look at a boss that we've never seen before. They're showing this game again in a couple of days. Yeah, trailer plays out. That boss that you see is on screen for like a fraction of a second before title uh, locks onto the screen. And you're like, okay, cool. It's more back for blood. And that's a good thing. Cool, moving on. Tunic, which uh, has been gestating for a very long time. This is the uh, Zelda-like game, but your Little Fox. And it looks very cool. And there's a new demo coming to ID at Xbox next week. And uh, the guy who was explaining things had a, a very soothing, mellow voice, I thought. And I felt at ease.
2: <laughs> it was quite a nice voice. Yeah. yeah. And, and, a bit uh, of ASMR, And I
0: think it kind of set me up for, you know, the juxtaposition from the nice, lovely time and, and cartoony aesthetic of Tunic taking us to Evil Dead, the game, showcasing a new gameplay trailer with its four v one asymmetric gameplay which i gotta be honest looks a hell of a lot of fun i liked a lot of their animations
1: yeah there was some good chunky melee in there right oh
0: yeah
2: it's weird because like this is it looks good i want to play it i'm like i'm into it but then these never ever work
0: yeah i'll I'll tell you what when i was watching this you know the only thing that was in my head was like this looks like a hell of a lot of fun i wish it was single player
1: so right. is it what what's that game that's really popular that's a horror game and gets lots of tie-ins? Oh Dead by Daylight. That, is it one of those? I think so. Okay. Oh, right, okay. I, I, I could I couldn't I'm with you guys, I couldn't really grasp what this game was, other than like it looked slightly prettier than I expected it to. It looked. Very I thought it was uh, like marked, a fr- yeah. f- uh, Friday the Thirteenth kind of thing.
0: I think it is. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the symbi- oh, that was another yeah. that was also asymmetric. Yeah. right? that was. Yeah.
1: But then, but then these guys looked like they were on the same team at times, right? Like I haven't seen these movies, so I don't know. Well, what it's the deal it's four is, but...
0: it's four v one, so those guys were on the same team, but then there's the other. But then who's
1: the, who was the one?
0: The one was the, the guy ninth, at the end of the, the trailer that was like the. Oh, with the Knight with the sword. And Weird, this is what okay. I don't get
2: about this game because I. So yeah, because if it's like a uh, Friday the Thirteenth, then it's like yeah, four v one, but or how many v one, but and you're all fighting Freddy, who is a person. But then um, Evil Dead is obviously it was just zombies. There was no one specific person. Right? Deadites. So then how is that? Sorry. Deadites. Okay, but then <laughs> how, how are you? like who are you are you fighting other little mobs as well and then you're fighting this enemy if you've got like zombies and stuff are knocking around it's a weird one because but, if it is 4v1 properly yeah. and it's a one then that they they don't ever seem to do that well which is a weird thing to Well do, they but. do because do, Dead by Daylight
0: does very well. Does it? Yeah. Uh,
1: so All apparently right. the player who controls the guy who's called the can, a Candarian demon yeah. right um you can also Possess the good guys, manipulate the environment, and fly. So it looks like maybe they're going to do a little bit more than just, oh, okay. hey, control this one bad guy. There's going to be some environment manipulation. And also, the good guys <laughs> will have the opportunity to loot and craft. Um, but, 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 yes, but am I, am and find I, the necessary items like pages of the Necronomicon. But
0: aren't you guys with me? Like, wouldn't you rather have, like, okay, maybe not a single player, but like, wouldn't you just have like a story driven co op campaign for this game? Yeah, one hundred percent. That'd
2: be so for sure for me. Like,
0: or like
1: even me. like we've we've joked about Left 4 Dead likes, but even just like a four-player coop, sort of like wave-based or sort of like generic, like like repeatable action game, probably more to my tastes than four v one asymmetric multiplayer. Yeah. I've just never hit those games to me have always. But I've never played Dead by Daylight. I know it's extremely popular, but they've always sounded better on paper to me than they've been yeah. worked out in practice. Yeah. And that's just my experience with them.
2: I was, do you know what? I was massively put off by uh, what happened with Evolve. Like, I love that game. It was, did shit. No one liked it. And no one ever wanted to play as the monster. And then when I've tried to play sort of other, other games like that since, they just seem to, they do like okay. And then some people like them and they become a bit of a burner and they become stream games. But they never really seem to be something that a lot of people put time and effort into outside of like a, a small group. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I hope they. I hope it does well. I hope it does, better it looks good. It like, looks cool,
1: but
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. know. We'll, see. See we'll see. We'll see. there we go. And then, fellas, then, uh, then it happened. Then it happened, capping off <laughs> not only uh, a very interesting and you know a decent summer games fest kickoff to the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, but also capping off the end of this podcast, Elden Ring. It's an actual thing. We saw trailer. We didn't have mass hysteria of the first trailer. We got to the point where I was like, did that even happen? Mm. It did happen. Now we got trailer happen. numero dos.
1: I mean, Chris, I feel like you're the guy who got it, because you're the, the increasingly becoming our resident from Soft Expert. Like, yeah. So I feel like we have to hit you up on... Gut reaction now that the well, first of all, when you saw the trailer, now that the dust has settled and so on, someone who's playing Dark Souls at the moment, yeah. like where, where's, where's your head at?
2: I believe technically he is actually now, we should refer to him as from Chris. From Chris.
0: From Chris. From Chris. Yeah. From, Chris. Well, from Chris, where? I'm from, sim- from Simping, which was one of my tweets I put from out there. From Simping. But yeah, it, there you go. I, I, re- I really liked the trailer. I thought there was some gorgeous visuals. Like, uh, I think there's enough eye candy and interesting stuff there that you don't need to be a from software fan to kind of say, like, that looks fun, that looks pretty, that looks enjoyable. But then you do have to remember, it is a Souls-like from the company that makes Souls-likes. That's not going to appeal to everyone, all right? Uh, But yeah, it looked cool. Like, some interesting mechanics that I think would be interesting to kind of explore, like, you know, what is the co-op nature of it? There's been rumors of kind of, like, a little bit more of an open world. The fact that you can kind of, it seems like you can summon a horse and horse combat and what that means. But also parts of the trailer, you're like, yep, that's Dark Souls. Even though it's not Dark Souls, but it's like, yeah. that's Dark Souls. Like, like That is an enemy type that is in every From, like a boss type in every From software game. That is a, uh animation that is like fucking recycled from every, like, don't hate on me for saying it. It's true. I fucking loved that trailer. It was really, really cool. I thought it was really impactful. I think there's a lot of striking visuals, a lot of cool ideas, a lot of nice boss designs. I want to get stuck in, for sure. Even better, they gave it a fucking release date of January 21st, 2022, and it's cross-generational. Like, they're ticking all the right boxes here.
1: Yeah. I mean... You, from a logistical standpoint, I was genuinely stunned that we saw as much as we did, and that yeah. it's going to be ready as soon as it was. I just, I'd convinced myself that this thing was a long way off. So, yeah, I guess you know we underestimated that. I guess the only thing I'm having to tell myself, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm not like a Fromsoft naysayer. I consider myself someone who's just like, it's not that I'm yet to be converted, but it's like, I'm an agnostic, not an atheist, right? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, like when it comes to this shit. And so it's really cool seeing another trailer and feeling the same thing I felt with, you know, Souls games over the years and with Bloodborne and with Sekiro, which is that whether it's sort of like mythical or whether it's gothic, they're always laid with intrigue, whether it's yeah. like the voiceovers or the, the world and the design of the, the enemies, especially in the bosses. There's always something there that I really want to sink my teeth into. I've just never found the time to give myself over fully to uh, the gameplay um, and allow myself
0: to Do explore you, those worlds, experience them, you yeah. know, firsthand. Did, did you? Uh, maybe this is the one yeah. that changed. I don't know. Do you guys ever feel like this? Because th- this is how I felt, and it's with each successive release that they've had from software, from the point that you became aware of them, whenever it was. And it's almost like okay, Dark Souls. I oh, care okay, Dark Souls. I don't care Dark Souls Two. And and it's almost like the the talk and the discussion about it grows, and the admiration and the understanding of what from software do and it kind of grows and grows with each subsequent uh, release to the point where they're releasing Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3, Sekiro, and everyone was like, Bloodborne is the, the game of the generation on PS4. You know, a lot of yeah. people say that. Uh, Sekiro is fucking won all these awards, game of the year. It's one that I've jumped into that got me kind of like hooked on it. Do you not feel that like with every successive game, they're kind of gaining this momentum that's just sucking in more people Are you guys getting more interested the more stuff that they release and the more you become aware of the the kind of discussion around it? Um, I'm going
2: the opposite way, to be honest. Every time I see one of their games, maybe it's because I've played more of them now. So one of the weird things with this trailer, for example, so like when Demon Souls um, re-released and I played it on PlayStation Five and you could see the trailers and stuff, it was like, wow, this game looks incredible. But there was a there was a sense of like I didn't really know because I hadn't played it. Yet, I was like I didn't really know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, and I could I could appreciate the visuals. I could appreciate the world building uh, and some of the characters. And it was still a, the unknown quantity ha- gave me a little bit of excitement, kind of like Jamie's saying, "Oh, you know, maybe this is the game that I'll sort of play." then having played um some of demon souls and played some of bloodborne and knowing that i don't really enjoy that sci- the cycle and, and how those games function watching this trailer for me i must admit i got to the first part of the trailer where you get to see like the world and you see that like ethereal tree like glowing yeah. i was yeah. like wow that's a visually stunning like very very good looking thing you then got a dragon to, like, with a quick- fucking thunderbolt yeah, fuck
0: yeah
2: yeah like all that stuff is, is very cool and i was like, a oh, Looks fantastic, but you kind of then got into the meat and potatoes of this is what a FromSoft game is when you started to see a lot more of the bosses, you saw a lot more close ups of the world, and I kind of got a weird sense of, oh, this is what I would see if I was playing the game. It's going to be very, uh, very well crafted worlds that look fantastic, but kind of feel pretty empty in some sense. A couple of enemies, and then I'm going to be doing a boss fight, and then I'm going to be doing a boss fight, and then you, as you said, there was a lot of, um oh, it's one of those big slashy finger bosses that's going to slash and you're going to have to roll. And then it's like a boss that does it. And I was a bit like, it was. It kind of it kind of gave me a sense of how I feel when I play a FromSoft game to just watch the trailer. And I was like, that looks, I'm sure people will enjoy that trailer and I'm sure people will like the look of that game. Oh, but Alex Jones. It made me, for just from the trailer, I'm like, oh, it's totally not. Well, congratulations, Jonesy,
0: because in. something that you mentioned is going to ring absolutely true. You mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast that, People are either all in or all out. And you know what? You're, you're on the wrong side of history, buddy, and you're going to get cancelled. That's just like... <laughs> like every, it looks cool, I'm it seeing looks cool. on looks on but... It's like, if you have anything bad to say about this game, you're cancelled. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I'm, I'm aware. I'm, I'm not saying... It's not my opinion. It's the internet opinion.
2: I, I, I think it's just it's it is what it is, and if you if you I think if you like the sort of game, you're going to be excited for this, and you're going to be hyped, and you're going to be on Twitter. But
1: <coughs> sorry, Jamie. that's what I think. That's what I think is so fascinating about it is because like you're right, it is what it is. You're you're right, but it's it's your. It, I, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this in a way that makes sense. It's it is what it is, taken to the nth degree, and it's kind of bizarre for me. Like I consider myself such a boring mainstream gamer. Right. Like one of the things I hate yeah, answering Mr Codden the most FIFA is like, well, himself. Totally, right? And I hate people meeting me and asking me like what kind of, what games do you play? Because how do you say I play everything without sounding like a dick? Because I do consider myself someone that plays pretty much everything yeah. when it comes to major like AAA A releases when money allows. It's weird we're getting to this fever pitch where like um I don't know if I can come to terms with the fact that I I'm incompatible with what might be like the biggest game of next year, and certainly is one of the most anticipated games in the world right now. Yeah. So, what... and that's just a—it's so odd to me that like that something that's so potentially impenetrable to so many people is becoming so big, and that's fascinating. And I kind of feel like I need to be a part of you it. Feel like you feel like you're getting the FOMO. Can I ask you a question, Jamie? Did yeah. you did you play Bloodborne? No, my FromSoft history is kind of weird. Yeah. Where. So I, I I I this I've almost gone full circle, and I was maybe I'm not going to say I was early to the party, but basically what happened was I remember Demon Souls came out, and I remember GameSpot giving it their Game of the Year, yeah. And I thought I've ne- I remember thinking I've never heard of this game, and I read their summary of it and thought, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the shit? And then I remember Dark Souls came out, and I worked at Blockbuster at the same time, and it was critically acclaimed. saying mm-hmm. and I remember thinking sounds stupid with hindsight how difficult can it be okay this is a hard game how hard can it be and I bought it uh, from the blockbuster I worked at and played it this was back in 2011 yeah 2011 I think
0: okay yeah
1: um, and I played it and I was like oh this is hard this is kind of like I'm I'm banging my head against the wall I'm just going to stop because that was I was also younger I was like 18
0: and, yeah better you know, things to
1: do with your life than trying to struggle eight, through a game eight. Exactly, and for that reason, I've basically ignored every single. I haven't owned a FromSoft game since,
0: except for Demon's Souls, which is on your shelf at the back.
1: Uh, t- well, yeah, the, a remake. <laughs> I, I own a remake of, and I own, I have Bloodborne on my PlayStation library.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, because it was but like Game Pass. Uh,
1: I I I PS Plus. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But I get to, uh, not since, for the over uh, basically a decade now. I have not sat down and said I am going to play a FromSoftware game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So, so maybe the, maybe that changed. The, the reason why I asked is because I mentioned that I fell down the fucking YouTube rabbit hole of watching right, amateur yeah, critiques yeah. on all of these games. And a lot of them were saying that Bloodborne is the one that got them into the series. Because Martin Ruffle tells me that. Yeah. <laughs> tells well, because, me to play this game all the time. And, and funny, for, for me it was Sekiro, right? But yeah. what, what they were saying about it is getting into Dark Souls is difficult because of how 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 like slow you need to actually play that game right which is kind of opposite to how a lot of modern gaming is whereas with uh, bloodborne it's less about defense and more about being offensive in fact there's a, a mechanic in the game where you get hit and you can i think they call it the rally system you're instead of all your health going right. down, it kind of goes down slowly. And the more you hit other characters, they your your health gets back. So it kind of rewards mm-hmm. you to kind of say, hey, keep pushing forward. Whereas Dark Souls is like, you've got a fucking shield, buddy. Use it. You've got a roll. Use it. You know, and it's a different mentality. And a lot of people are saying, once they clicked with Bloodborne, which was a lot easier to click with, and they found it a lot easier to transition to Dark Souls. But regardless of that, like, I was also curious. You watch a lot of my streams, <laughs> struggling through Dark Souls Remastered. Like, yeah. how how does how do you find that? Like yeah, other than other than just like supporting like... me, no. But like, do you find it interesting, or does it make you think to yourself, "Oh, this actually, like, I maybe I get it now," or you know? <laughs> The honest answer
1: is no. Like yeah. watching that, I watch the streams for the entertainment of like, with all due respect, you struggling with them, <laughs> um and but but also like being with you when you overcome those obstacles. Yeah. And I'm sure the euphoria that one feels when you overcome those obstacles is just as strong. You know, I I would feel that just as strong as I've, if I was going through it myself. Yeah. As I can do vicariously through you, but Dark Souls specifically, as you played through it on Twitch. Yeah. I have not had a moment where I've been watching it and thought, man, I should just play this myself. Yeah. Fair that enough. That has not happened. No. Fair enough. But I see this trailer for Elden ring and I'm like, I see and acknowledge something that I kind of feel guilty for not giving a go earlier. And I also think about the elements of like, it's the, it's, you know, the biggest and latest iteration of that formula. There might be trying some open world stuff that kind of yeah. appeals to some of my, um you know, to things I might like. Um I, I just—it sounds like like you mentioned FOMO earlier. There is just plenty of that. Like, yeah. I, I I don't want to be the. I hate. I hate being the guy who doesn't get it when it's something I care about so much, and I care about games so much. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't get it. I t- and, and I know that sounds stupid, but like.
2: It's funny you say because I kind of had the same thing, which is one of the, and not just that it was the, the visual feast that was Demon mm. Souls the remake. Um, I found Bloodborne completely inaccessible. I, I didn't enjoy it. Like I actively didn't enjoy it. And I didn't yeah. like the first, I think I played like, I don't even know, like I, probably a couple of hours maybe and d- had mm. no idea what was going on. Literally just like, <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And didn't enjoy any of it. Then spoke to some people and they were like, oh yeah, you, you probably chose the wrong character. Like to start. And I'm like, what a stupid game. And then they are like, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you probably went the wrong way. Cause I was like, I was fighting, fighting this dude, and he just kept killing. It. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably went there. You shouldn't have gone there yet. Like, have you found Have you found this place yet? I'm like, No. Have you What have you? And the, I just found that as dumb. And I was, del- I didn't even pay for it. It was on the PlayStation, so I just played it, and it was like that can sort off. Demon's <laughs> Souls was a completely different story. I yes. really enjoyed the the visuals. I thought it was much more um, uh, the way that it kind of leads you into your first world and everything. I found much more not handholdy, but. Um, uh, a much more pleasant experience. Yeah. But the weird thing I had with it was once you get to fighting a boss, I was like, I need to overcome this boss because yeah. that's where the, the, the reward lies. I did. I then came to my second boss and defeated that boss. Like after a lot of tries. Um. And I was like, when am I going to feel good about the fact that I've stuck with this game and I've defeated a boss? I then went to like a second world and then, you know, did a second world and was like, is this going to feel fun anytime soon? <laughs> and I haven't played it since. So what was, was weird Fair, for mate. me was it wasn't the difficulty that stopped me playing Demon's Souls. It was the fact that I'd, I'd overcome some difficult stuff. I defeated like a number of bosses and still wasn't feeling any sense of enjoyment yeah. for what I was doing, which was weird for me. And that's <laughs> the point at which I was like, I think I'm kind of out for the time being.
0: What, what did... Because <sighs> I had the same
2: thing Jamie had. I was like, maybe, I'm, maybe I don't get it. And, yeah. I, and if I play it, I'll get it.
0: So it's but the principal Skinner <laughs> yeah. thing all over again, isn't it? <sighs> it's,
1: it's the kids.
0: <laughs> it's the kids. Um, I'm, I'm also curious as to your guys' recollection of when we streamed Sekiro. Man. We, we oh, that's wicked. I thought it was great. I
2: thought it looked really cool.
0: Yeah. Because obviously on stream, we were, we skipped so much. We had no <laughs> fucking clue what anything did or, the fucking yeah. actual mechanics of it. I mean, we just kind of like trundled Plus, our way through.
2: Dude, Sekiro was so much better than um, when we tried to play Dark Souls on stream. Like, Dark Souls was at, was not fun. And we, we didn't know what we were doing. We kept dying. We lost yeah. our health. Every time we came back, we had less health. We didn't know we were fighting this night, that night. We, tr- we tried to run past people. It was rubbish. And then we played Sekiro. And it was cool. It was a cool world. Yeah. I think we... I was watching you play it and was like, dude, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get that troll and yeah. get through the door. And it was a much better experience, um, at least in Dark Souls. So I think Sekiro for me, maybe Demon Souls are the ones that have looked better to play and played yeah. better. But I don't think, I think it's just not for me. I mean, just see what happens if Jamie picks up yeah. Elden Ring the next year and whether he's, uh, I mean, I, I, it. I just
1: like, I, I, I like, I mean, I'm just going to sound like such a simp. Right I, now, like but I like games. I like games, I like hype, I like excitement, I like feeding off other people's... I like seeing other people be excited about this shit. Um, I like the prospect of... (coughs) I I liked that trailer. I like the prospect of one of these games being made, hopefully, at least in part, for next-gen platforms. You know, there's a a lot to be excited. And I've also... It's one of those things where you never quite... By never starting one of these things in good faith, (laughs) I've never had to close the door. Technically speaking apart from Dark Souls 1 10 years ago when I didn't understand what it was, yeah. I've never actually given up on a Souls game. I just never started one. Like, so, you know, who knows? Who knows? But I'm really glad for for the for sake of fans of FromSoft games, for, sake of, uh, for Jeff Keighley's sake, I'm really glad this thing showed up. Yeah. It was a great way to end the show and, like, a really cool sort of, like, marker in the ground for the rest of E3. Just, like, it's cool to be excited. It's like it's cool that we're seeing big games and it's easy to forget like in the last week or two we've seen Battlefield and we've seen Elden Ring and we've seen Far Cry and we've seen Horizon yeah. like it's really cool and to be and there's me, so so much more to big come games as well. again. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't know what the next week's got in store but that's a really really cool game to see at this stage. Yeah. yeah I'm, um
0: I'm jazzed the, for you guys. The one thing that I've realized that that is exposed for me something that I didn't think didn't realize that I deeply hate but or maybe I didn't deeply hate it, and I've come to deeply hate it. I've come to resent it. Uh, because obviously with all the hype around Elden Ring, my Twitter timeline is all about Elden Ring, and that's great. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I enjoy seeing that, you know, especially going through this. People are like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Oh, my God, fucking Elden Ring. And, every, you know, the universe just fucking explodes. But the thing that I think we need to stop doing, the thing that I'm starting to resent is everybody fucking all capsing, let's go. I hate it. I hate it now. I hate it now. I've seen it too. I don't often. think I've seen that. I've, like, oh, that's weird. Mate, I just. Uh,
1: it, Chris, can I, can I offer you uh, a, a potentially worse alternative? Tell me. Try having a Twitter feed that, as a result of your either followers or who, or in my case, who you follow and so on and so forth, that is actually more of a 50 50 split between video games and football. football. <laughs> just before England embark on a major it's international campaign. So you have a mix of yeah, let's go Elden Ring hype, and it's coming home. Yeah, that sounds like non-stop. It's coming home. That,
0: you, you see, I, like I said, I, I didn't realize it until almost. You don't notice. You don't notice the fucking cancer cell on your body until it gets pointed out to you, right? And this is what it is. That's just asked Michael Douglas. Exactly. In the, well, in his throat, right? But one day you're eating out, Catherine Zeta Jones. The next, you can't talk. Let's go. But that's what it is. Let's go is a fucking cancer in my life. And that's why my throat is all fucked up because I licked the pussy of let's go. And I now have throat cancer and we're all going to die. And it's something we have to come to terms with. But you know what else we have to come to terms with fellas? The fact that this is almost a three hour podcast and it's the end. Big time. Yeah. So with
1: that. Well, that's what we get for talking about deviation games for half an hour. Yeah. We fucking deviated (laughs) big time. So
0: with that, the only thing left, I guess is a code word.
1: Oh, man. Um, God, that was a bad time to re-bring up Michael Douglas. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's now that's the that. only thing that's on my mind. Ooh. And that probably what about... is a little bit... <laughs> okay, I'm going to say oh, it now, whatever Jonesy, whatever Jonesy says is going to be it. Because now, okay. now he's opened up that no, his box. I,
2: don't, I, couldn't, I was trying to think of something good, but I, I completely... Okay, well, what,
0: what about if we take Catherine Zeta-Jones and Elden Ring and say Catherine Zeta's ring? Gave me cancer. Sure. Of the throat. Wow, that, that's long.
1: <laughs> Let, let's just say that people can spitball and kind of like freestyle. No, I know theme. what it's gotta be. I know what it has to be. Go on, let's man. go,
2: all caps. Oh fucking no, you've killed me. <laughs> at the end you've, of every let's of, go. At, at the end of every comment. Let's go, all caps. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's gotta be. Come on, how do we miss that? It has to be.
0: Let's go. Jesus, how do we fucking go. destroy someone? All right, let's fucking go. And with that, we are going. So thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast platform of your choice, hey, maybe internet radio, shout out to paisleyradio.com. And with that, we'll see you later. Bye. See ya. Bye.